Welcome to Mortally Wounded Podcast, episode 28. I'm your host, James. And I'm your host, Chris. Welcome back, everybody. We're here tonight with two special guests, uh, the re return of the Death Lords. We've got Matt, the Mayor, Tyrrell. Hey, guys. And we got the Savage Northam himself, Michael Thompson. Hey, how's everyone going? Cool. Thanks for coming on the show, guys. So I thought I'd grab you on uh, just to recap on uh, what's going on with death, with the current state of death at the moment. So, um, yeah, we, we were together on a, a show uh, a few months ago now, and thought it'd be cool just to bring us back on and um, just have a chat and sort of catch up and talk about what's been going on with death lately, like the been a few points changes and a new legion introduced. And uh, there's also, as we've all seen, uh, so a new faction on the horizon. So, yeah, it's a lot of cool stuff and a lot of exciting things happening. So uh, I thought, I'd, yeah, let's crack into it. But um, before we do that, let's uh, have a chat about our our ho hobby progress, maybe over the last week or so. Um, any games played? Throw it over to you, Chris. Uh, I haven't played any games, but uh, so that's quick. But hobby progress has just been carrying on with the the 70 skinks for the Seraphon, the Skittle skinks. So um, I'm still working on them, but they are nearly done. Um, yeah, basically, I've got all the texture paint down on the bases now and all of the bracken and the, the leaves from the, the basin kit, um, all painted up with contrast and stuff. So they're looking pretty vibrant now. Um, so, yeah, I just need to do the rims black and then paint the like nails and the faces on all of the 70 and then they're finally done and then i just have to paint six big dinosaurs and a load of other stuff but yeah, yeah. that's my hobby progress yeah nice yeah i've seen some some of those update photos that you've sent me like they look awesome the contrast and the uh okay, you've got the bracken sort of like doing opposite colors with the bracken like it really pops looks awesome yeah i'm happy with them contrast is perfect for both mean... and the and the bracken so yeah yeah don't mean to hijack but chris you've put that photo on uh twitter as well yeah but yeah i took one yesterday i think as the latest i've put on yeah. on twitter yeah yeah nice so um okay uh, mike what have you been up to man um game wise i'm a bit uh behind the times works really got me since uh ipswich gt so um, I took a shoot cast list down there and I've sort of been um, playing games with Tim McDivitt, trying to get him set for um, Brizhammer. And yep. um, he's really aiming for uh, Masters. So um, we've been playing um, Slanesh, Nighthaunt, Corn, Death, shoot cast, and really, you know, like, we're in Cairns, for people who don't know, and sort of trying Rock, to catch Rock up. Oh, shut <laughs> up. Trying to catch up with the meta. Like, when I went to Ipswich, Brisbane, um, it sort of, you, you sort of catch up on six months of Australian meta in one hit. And uh, Tim is a, uh, a Brisbane local as such. He's been up here because his partner's working up here. So um, we're sort of just catching up on meta styles as such. You look at results in, uh, I think, Anzac Cup, uh, Sydney, Brisbane, and you can, you, you can get access to lists 
and it's sort of just been a um just a training partner for Tim really. Um, yeah. Today I had a game. He was running Night Haunt, and I played a, a corn list, which uh, Michael Crichton from Toowoomba ran, or very similar, where you got the six-inch piling for a K-on in a corn list, and oh, yeah. um, sort of got beaten on bodies for knife to the heart. But you know, he's sort of got options there. Um, so that's been my hobby is uh, a little bit of Warcry and a lot of helping Tim get prepared for competitive play down south. Yeah. What yeah, Warcry nice. Warband do you, what are you using? Oh, um, Stormcast. It's... Oh, yeah, you got you bought the cards for your own. Yeah, I, yeah, I bought the cards, and the Raptors seem to be broken, especially if you're old triples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can add extra attacks to their attack activation, which means they get, say you roll a triple six, they get three extra attacks to their shots, so six shots for that model. Every six, which is a crit, does five damage. You're pretty much taking a model off, and it seems to be relatively broken. Hmm. But, I mean, we're in a, a death discussion here, so I'll just scrap oh, that. <laughs> yeah, right. I've not, I've not given it. I've not actually played it yet. I've... Yeah, neither have I. Not a purchase I've made yet because it is I a purchase. To, but... It's a purchase you need to make. It is an awesome, fun game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking about picking out the cards like for Night Haunt and and Legions and giving a crack at some point. Yeah. Well, if you if you don't want any of the starter set models and the terrain doesn't appeal to you, you probably don't need the starter set. But you need to be aware that. The starter set comes with where your train needs to be, so you need to sort of come up with something that is relatively constant with the train they want to set up, which is stairs. Um, that terrain is really cool, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, it I'm going to get it eventually, just I, for the train. I, I, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to buy the box for the terrain. I, I went, I went halves with my flatmate just for the uh, Sigma head. I said, you can take whatever you want out of the box. Give me half the, like one army. You take the other half. I just want the Sigma head in terrain. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I think that is the coolest piece of terrain I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it is. But that's cool. just me. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I bought the Flash Eater Quartz cards, but I haven't even opened them yet. But yeah. I bought them too, and I haven't even looked at them. I opened them and went, oh, wow, and just put them to the side. I haven't looked. <laughs> Awesome. Matty, what have you been up to, man? Uh, Hobby-wise, I was really quiet for a month or two. I just, yeah, just couldn't get into it. Um, but then in the last month or so, I painted up uh, my sepulchral guard um, the other week. Uh, they come up really nice. Um, then I've just started, I've sold some models to Doom, Doom Darkness, and uh, so I've been Sold him six lead belches, so I'm painting them up for him before I send them over to him. Um, yeah, and then I just got to work on a couple of things for Sydney GT, but I'm still still up in the air about my list. I still haven't decided what I want to take yet. So yeah, <laughs> I've got all these ideas running around my head for Sydney GT. I could easily just take Beast Claw Raiders. I, I've got this list <laughs> in my mind just for that. But then I'm like, I really want to do Well, I think they could be quite competitive at that point, but... Um, I've got my death list that I've got and um, I'm just trying to work out the best way 
around taking it and what to add to it and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, yeah that's hobby-wise. And then uh, game-wise, I've had a couple of games lately. Um, I've had a couple of games with Nurgle, actually. I've finally – I bought the book when it came out and all the cards and had all the – I've had the models for year, uh, quite a while, but – never really played the new book and so I've pulled it off the shelf lately just for something different and uh, played a few games with that but um, lately today I played uh, a, a list for, that I had written down kind of which I had to change at the last minute because I was talking to you guys. <laughs> um, yeah. It was an illegal list. I had uh, um, Lady Ollander in my heroes and didn't realise that she was a Mortark as well. Well, I did know, but I just didn't think of it. That would have meant I'd have to take uh, in Legion of Night, I would have to take Manfred, so then I had to change all my list around a bit. But, um, yeah, so still deciding on my list for now. So I just threw in some endless spells and that, which I didn't even cast all game, didn't bother. So uh, there was 180, oh, 100 points just sitting there. Um, so you didn't but, take the uh, Hey, you I didn't did, take yeah. The oh, you did? Oh, good. Yeah, Purple Sun, Gnashing Jaws, and uh, Cogs. So I cast Cogs first turn because um, I had Morbeg's Claw and I was next to, um, yeah, Morbeg's Claw, so I had the plus two to cast. Yeah. Um, so got Cogs up first turn, but then the rest of the game I didn't, yeah, I was too busy casting other spells and I don't know. They, they, you coming I've from a I've, I've just never liked... Um, Never liked endless spells with their short cast range and then short move because then it's just like they just keep coming back at you when you want that priority and it just sucks. Like so many times I thought, oh, I could cast Purple Sun, but it's only going to be, you know, it's not going to even get to his army and then it's in the right spot to come back at me. I'm like, nah, <laughs> it's not worth it. Um, so, yeah, I was playing playing Legion of Night. Uh, we played Knife to the Heart, played against a pretty good Skaven list. Um had nine Gisales, a Vermin Lord, a Screaming Bell, heap of clan rats, um, <laughs> a few other bits and pieces. Uh, and he managed to roll double sixes in his first turn on the bell, so he got another Vermin Lord. Um, yeah, and in the end, uh, he pretty much had wiped me off the board by the end of turn three, but I still had a heap, I had a shitload of models around my home objective. And in my second turn, I'd brought on. I'd left my general off the board so he couldn't snipe him off because I thought that's what he would have tried to do. Um, so I brought the general on the back of the board edge uh, and he'd left – I had a gravesite there that he'd forgotten about. Brought on the dead black knights, charged them in, did a bit of damage and then um, uh, he, he'd cast those uh, – oh, what's that? In, the triangle endless spell, the warp? The vortex. Warp. Vortex. Vortex. <laughs> yeah. He cast it in his first turn, and he cast it right in front of his army. Like he, as soon as he set it up, he goes, "Oh, that was stupid." <laughs> so he kept killing his warplock Gisales and killing some of his army. Um, and then, yeah, uh, we ran out of time. And then anyway, go, we. I said, "Oh, if I roll for priority turn four and I win priority, um, we just rolled off the the, the warp fire things. They, the vortex." It killed two more Gisales, which meant my Black Knights that were still in combat there. I outnumbered him on his objective, and I still have 40 skeletons on mine. So, um, yeah, won, won it um, like that. If if I hadn't have got that, it was um, he would have wiped me off the board in the next two turns sort of thing. So they're very tough to play against. Um, and it was a very lucky win. I kept winning priority each turn. So 
um, yeah, good game, very good game. Learn a lot, um, but still learn a lot about my army. Um, yeah. Considering, yeah, it's a com- pretty much completely different army to what I've played in the past with with my death list. Um, I just wanted to change things up a bit, go different again. Um, still not chasing the meta, trying to do something different, and just yeah, just trying to. St- I don't know, struggle to find that good balance that you know can deal with everything. You can't you can't do that. Like there's there's three things to an army list, right? Like it's control magic, control combat, control shooting. Doesn't matter which Grand Alliance, doesn't matter which allegiance you are, you can't control all three. No, but you can do a good job of getting like honestly my last death list, um, my two K list. I was pretty confident that I could beat any army. Um, not saying I was always going to beat any army, but going yeah. into most games, I felt confident I could. You, you, um, you, can, you compete. You can, can compete against all three. You can't control all three. Is what I'm saying. Oh no, no! You still get your bad matchups. Like my old army yeah. against Karadran Overlords, like they could just shoot me to shit. Like shoot my zombie dragon off the board sort of thing with weighted numbers. But um, so that's another thing I've changed up now. No more ethereal amulet on my zombie dragon. Trying something different now. Um, I took the Chiro- Chiroteric cloak. I don't know how you say it. Chiropteric? Chiro- oh, it's really Chiro- Chiro- I think it's Chiropetric. It's Chiropetric, Trek. It's Chiro, C-H-I-R-O, and it's P-T-E-R-I-C. It's really weird. I always just read chiropractic, and I'm like, but, yeah. yeah, to do with the bones. So <laughs> I'll just call it the, the Cairo cloak. Um, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna give that a bit of a run, just to try and get some mortal wounds off my, uh, from my opponents on themselves. But, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But it's probably not something I'll stick with. Um, we'll just see how we go. I might. My other option is to to drop the zombie dragon and take Manfred. It'd be cool to take Manfred again. I, I took him to my very first tournament, which was CanCon three years ago. To be good to take him again to another tournament, so he could he might end up being on the table. At He's not a bad chat. The the points drop is definitely helped him, um, but I, I I've always uh, like even now and always in the past I've always considered him just a support hero, mainly for the fact that you put him in the front lines he just dies too easy, um, and with his command ability that that supporting hero role is perfect like that. That, that's one of the best command abilities in the game as far as I'm concerned. Um, but, yeah, he, he just dies too easy. That's that's his only issue. He yeah. should – he really he, he really should have a three-up save. I don't – like, he yeah, should be having this. Yeah. yeah, like, I could understand maybe Ark and the Black having a four-up. But just – like, Manfred, he's got the, the armor, the Morak, Morricane or whatever it is, and you know all that sort of shit. Are you he, say, he are you are you saying that you'd rather give up the ignore the first wound for the battle round to have a three up? Is yes. That what you, yes. Yeah, right. Definitely. Yes. That that well, you you go into a combat that plus one save is going to do a lot better than ignore one wound. Yeah, no, but I've always yeah. thought you pitch him um, Manfred going in to clean up. Like the fluffies, he sort of shits on everyone and betrays everyone. You just go in and clean up. Yeah, hey, look at me. But he also in the in the fluffies also pretty good. Like 
in combat, mm-hmm. and he, and on the board, like on the table. Don't get me wrong; he can he can dish it out. He can. He yeah, can yeah do no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, especially with his own command ability, but on himself, like you know, buffing himself. Um, yeah, oh, he's he's fantastic in combat. He just can't survive. Like he, you always got to make sure you, you know, you none of those Mortarks can survive in combat. No, no, and Not that's <laughs> and that's the thing. Like considering they're meant to be, you know, Nagash's right hand, you'd think they'd be survive a lot better like vampire lord on zombie dragon what's a vampire lord like why is he a three up save with 14 wounds when a mortark's four up save with 11 wounds you know like a mortark with a three up save isn't survivable unless you put the ethereal amulet on it uh, what? <laughs> a zombie dragon you mean yeah sorry yeah 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 oh, oh yeah but they've, they've got the 14, 14 wounds is a lot to get through and then they've got the d6 you know, you can heal D6 wounds and then, like, I give mine um, the uh, vile transference so they can, if they survive yeah, combat. Yeah, it, well, vile transference is a different discussion. But, but you're yeah. right, you're right, you're right. You are 100% right. Um, yeah, so that was uh, my hobby, my games. Um, yeah, but, nice. yeah, yeah. Well, I've been... Since Ipswich, it's been a bit quiet. I tend to sort of sort of been finding this year I've been trying to paint up stuff for a tournament and then I'll have a bit of a lull afterwards. And, yeah, so I've kind of just been slowly getting back into things. Um, been using – I've got this, like, chrome paint that um, I've been putting onto my uh, – onto the spell portals. So it's like did this you say, of, Did you say chrome or chrome? Yeah, chrome. Chrome. <laughs> chrome, yeah, it's like Sorry. a – Special chrome paint. Um, yep. That yeah, it's so I've been putting that on, and it's been taking days to dry. <laughs> I was uh, just this afternoon. I was going to put some like special lacquer on it, but when my brush touched it, it was still wet. And like this thing's been sitting here for like four days now. So I don't know. Maybe I put oh, it wow. on too. I probably put it on too thick or something. But yeah, so I'm gonna have to do another layer to smooth it out again. I think I'm just gonna leave it <laughs> and just let it sort of. I might have to leave it for like weeks. Maybe because it's cold. I don't know. But, um, so yeah, I've been working on that. I've got a whole bunch of terrain that I was working on for like before Sydney Slaughter, which has kind of gone to the side. Um, so I've decided to get back into that and finish them off. So I've been adding, um, you know, blood effects and uh, the, you know, the creeping vines um, yep. kits you get. So I've got those, been adding those to them as well. Um, one of them is like an Azerite Ruins where I've actually um, I was in Bunnings one day and I just like saw these mosaic tiles and I've got some mosaic tiles and um, you know, the the glue for that, like this white sort of pasty glue. And yeah, inside the Azerite Ruins, I've kind of laid out tile work inside of it sort of thing. So yeah, right. I finished doing that this afternoon, um, just so like with red and blue uh, little mosaic tiles. Um yeah, so that was a bit of bit of hobby. I mean, up to today. So when, once that's dry, I'll like you know put flock and tufts all over everything. I'm just kind of letting them dry at the moment. Um, yeah, so it's been pretty much been my hobby progress at the moment. Um, I've got a mortise engine, second mortise engine in the works as well. Kind of doing a bit of a conversion there with uh, using the Knight of Shrouds as and... the as the guy on top. Uh, so it's kind of like oh, a yeah, night, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen kind of like a night haunt yeah. um, themed mm. mortise engine kind of thing. Um, yeah. So I've now, been why isn't that? Why isn't that model in the night haunt range in the night haunt book? Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. Like it's 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 on it's on the box. 
It's on the box yeah. art. <laughs> Start collecting Crazy. malignants, but malignants never became a thing, did it? It was it's no, like, no, no. this yeah. uh, kind of like weird thing off to the side here. Yeah, you're malignants. That, that's okay, cool, great. Um, what's yeah. that do for anything? <laughs> which, is, which was meant to be Nighthaunt, and then, yeah, you can't a, even take a lot it of, Nighthaunt. <laughs> a lot of that death stuff at like AOS 1 didn't become a thing. A yeah, I, I kept on thinking maybe malignants will be a battle tome down the track or something, but yeah, it just hasn't eventuated. So. Well, you look at the Morgas keyword, is it? Um, I can't remember it off the top of my head. Sorry, I don't have it in front of me, but they have a keyword. Uh, oh, yeah, reanimates. Yeah, reanimates has never come up anywhere. Yeah, like where, where's, where else is that? So that's it's sort of, I've in the earlier days, like I looked at those keywords and saw them as sort of clues for future releases and stuff but they yeah hasn't maybe maybe they were thinking it and then they just yeah maybe a hundred percent matt a hundred percent that's what they like this is where we're going either someone got sacked or someone wasn't (laughs) in charge of the rules sorry sack's probably harsh word but you know but someone's been employed to do this 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 and this and they just haven't picked up on what we see as Keywords when you're looking at list building. Or... Yeah. Going, think, all right, yeah. all right, all right, Josh, all right, Josh. Uh, <laughs> I think you've been working a little bit hard there on the uh, the old ghosts there, but I don't think it's malignant things much of a thing, you know. <laughs> I think you go. I think we're going to have to put you back onto Flash. <laughs> Are you trying to my my home language, James? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Sorry, Josh, mate. You just my, you just not cutting it today. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like the um. It's kind of like the ogres, like because I was that was what I first started with, and coming into AOS, and then they, they split them up into man eaters, into ogres, into beast claw raiders, and they made all these sub factions, and then like, you know, and now I, I can see the next book coming out. It's all just going to be rolled back into the one book. It's kind of like, you know, it's just it's seems like they've just done a big roundabout circle that they didn't need to do, sort of thing. Yeah, I think that was the th- I think that was the problem. I think at the start they thought they'd do all of these little sub factions that had hardly any units in them, and then everyone said this is a really crap idea, and then they realised <laughs> actually yeah we need to fix this, and they've that I think to, like stopping doing that is the right thing, like rolling multiple factions all together. Like hopefully this if there's a new ogre book coming soon, hopefully it's going to combine ogre like ogre kingdoms. Yeah, back to, yeah. Uh, well, back to what it was is Ogre Kingdoms, right? So Gutbusters and Beast Claw all together. Hmm. And yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's they never should have split that range up anyway. And like Firebellies being a one, yeah. one model, <laughs> a one man <laughs> faction. Yeah. Well, it was just shit. Like uh, Firebellies and Manies, you couldn't even take them in a Gutbuster army, like without being allies. And it's just like, come on, like yeah. why are they allies? Say again, over. <laughs> well, yeah. you didn't get that. No, oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I just I was looking around. Just speaking of hobby progress, so I was just looking at my wall, and I just realised I've spattered blood for the blood god onto my wall and my blinds. <laughs> don't, <laughs> so tell like, Sam, don't tell Sam. Don't tell Sam. Don't tell Sam. I was sitting here today, like you know, doing the blood effects on some of the terrain, and just you know, you flick the the paintbrush. <laughs> yeah. To get the spatters, and without realise, I've just realised then. I've just looked at the wall and gone, "Oh shit!" Just, <laughs> just the... say you were drinking red wine, and then you've choked and spat it. Out. <laughs> oh, <what do> you <laughs> <laughs> Say Michael said a funny joke. <laughs> Don't dog me. She'll know he's lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> 
That's good to have you in the show, Michael. You're very, you're always welcome back anytime you want, mate. <laughs> Just not funny, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, in terms of games played, uh, I've actually uh. Just on the quiet here, you know, broadcasting right now anyway, but uh, got really inspired uh, watching some of the bat- battle reports that have been coming out recently. Uh, so mm-hmm. watch the failed charge guys, some of um, <clears throat> some of uh, Hayden's Hayden's um, stuff and, you know, the measured guys do their stuff. And, of course, there's always been – Doom's been doing them for, for ages. But, uh, yeah, just got a bit inspired and just thought I'd give it a crack myself. Um, so I've got a – Local friend of mine, uh, guy named Duncan. Uh, so he's he came over the other night, and we just got really excited about it all, and decided to kick off a Storm Vault campaign. So we've been playing. Oh, we've nice. decided just to just to use the source material from the Forbidden Power book, and work our way through. Use the artifacts. Use all the rules associated with it. We're, we're playing, fighting our way across um, Stigix. Uh, we've got names for our characters. We've got stories behind the armies. We kind of, yeah, we've got a couple other guys involved as well. Uh, so Brent's going to come on board and um, uh, Dave Hurley has, is going to come on as well. So, oh, yeah, sorry. so stay stay tuned. I uh, will eventually start trickling out some uh, battle reports. They're not going to be like the super condensed versions that we're seeing, but they're going to be fairly condensed. Like we'll just be sort of doing intros, armies. Um, exactly talking about the story of what's going on like wh- why they're fighting and who's doing what and we've sort of already started to weave some really cool um inter stories between our armies and things like that so uh it's only been one battle in and we're just like completely hyped uh we played a narrative battle plan actually um so duncan's playing with his caradron overlords and uh very beautifully painted uh, a lot of character in the army and it's basically a scenario where he was his KO force was going through the battlefield and basically gets ambushed by the Legion of Grief and that his objective was to escape off the other end of the board. So it's just like this race for him trying to escape and with me obviously trying to stop him. But, yeah, he managed to pull out a minor a minor victory in that game. So he, he got most – he almost got half of his models off. He had to get like half or more to get a major. But he got just just shy, managed to like take out a um, – Take out the frigate with, with ten archonauts on board before he could get it off the board. Oh. <laughs> but um, yeah. It's so like when, you say, when you when you say narrative, are you still using a, a points system? Yeah, like- yeah. So we're using um, so we agreed on two thousand points, and then when we looked at the storm vault rules, there's a lot of sort of uh things relating to wizards and stuff like that. So we thought, okay, okay well, chuck a chuck a knight encounter in there. So he put a knight encounter on top. So, uh. So he could take advantage of some of the boons and bonuses for wizards and stuff. So yep. um, he took a knight encounter. Uh, he's oh, from the Anvils of the Heldenhammer, and his name is Morbius the uh, Shamed. So basically, his story is that he's uh, he's been put to shame by Sigma because he got caught experimenting on himself uh, to try and reverse the effects of the reforging process. So he's kind of been shamed by Sigma, but he's been sent on a mission. Or he's going on a mission and he's in, uh, enlisted these Caradron overlords to, um, he sort of roped them in to come in to try and find treasures and stuff in the, the storm vaults. And in the meantime, he's still, he's trying to uncover and find secrets to try and reverse the, the reforging process. Cause you know how like they kind of lose a piece of themselves in the reforging and stuff like, yep. yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like a real concern. A lot of the Stormcast have. So yeah, so he, that's kind of his backstory and, 
yeah, I've got my King Mortigar, which is the White King. Uh, oh, he's the king of Island of Morthaven. He's a vassal of uh, Kurdos Valentian. <laughs> so, like, in life, he was a king. But uh, we actually decided to weave the, the, the two armies together in that uh, Morbius and Mortigar were actually brothers back in the day, like way, way back in the ancient times. Uh, and... Morbius was uh, the heir apparent, like they were princes, and he was going to, when their father died, he was going to take the throne. Uh, then Mordegar plotted in secret and murdered his brother uh, in secret and then took the throne for himself. So he became Mordegar the Cursed, and he died a horrible death years later. And um, Sigma found Morbius um, in the, the River of Souls in Shaiish and uh, ascended him and reforged him into a, a knight encanter. And so... They've kind of, after this, in this first battle, they've kind of seen each other and memories have flashed up and they've kind of realized that they're, they're related, they're brothers sort of thing. So there's like this kind of interweaving plot, plot line between the armies. Um, so we've, we've just been coming up with this stuff on the fly as, we, as we've been playing and as we've been talking about the army just and about our armies and stuff and it's getting really pumped. So, <laughs> yeah, so taking a bit of a, a narrative turn. Um, I was thinking just like get real, getting real like, competitive and just get my 2500 point list and just play nothing but that for the next few months but i've kind of come to realization for myself personally that um if i put myself under deadlines and just play competitive all the time i just i, I lose it loses the fun for me so burning uh, out yeah. Yeah, so, yeah it's just burn I, I think that's why i had the, such a, a, a lull after the tournament as well i just like felt a bit burnt out and just yeah just wanted to bring back the fun and co go back to my roots with um with, with the hobby and um, I thought what better way to do it than do a, ca a, a campaign and play some narrative stuff and make some, you know, make forge some stories and and make some battle reports while we're at it. So it obviously it won't be for everyone, but it's more or less just an expansion of an, into another dimension of the hobby mm -hmm. um, for me yeah. and for, for the guys involved. And if um, people are keen and they want to watch it, they will. If they won't, then whatever. We're just having fun. So, so where yeah. will we say it? Uh, it'll actually be, it'll it'll start coming up on the mortally wounded YouTube uh, channel. Oh, cool. So yeah, so within the next couple of weeks, uh, Duncan is uh, pretty savvy with uh, video editing and things like that. He's got some experience with it, so very lucky to have him on board. He'll be able to um, do some editing for us and make it look all schmick. Uh, so yeah, stay stay tuned. So with your Ooh. with your campaign, do you um. Are you like heroes getting special bonuses each after each game, sort of thing? Like, does it? Yeah, yeah. So, what happens is um, the whole idea of the campaign uh, is that um, so we've got four players involved. So, the idea is you can challenge each other and play whoever you want at any time. There's no sort of you have to play X amount of games a week, or like it's not like it's kind of one of those campaigns you can just dip in and out of as you can. Um, and which is which suits all of us. Um, and Basically, you pick a general and an allegiance for your army, and that that general is your general through the whole campaign. But you can change your list between games and things like that. But, um, yeah, so the idea is when you fight a battle, if you get a major victory or a minor victory, then you conquer what's called a storm vault sacristy. Um, and when you finish the game, you roll a dice, and there's a table that gives you a boon for the next game. So I think the first uh, the first four or five of them, you get a free endless spell. So it's those new ones from the Forbidden Power book. So oh, yeah. there's, you, you know, you, if there's a, you get a, a Shards of Velaga for free in your next game and you get to cast it for free the first time you cast it. Um, oh, so it's only for your next, for only for your next game? 
for your next game you get you get a oh, boon thing. Yeah, oh, that's cool. So you don't get someone at the end of it that's got all these extra bonuses because they've been <laughs> beating everyone, sort of thing. Um, well, there is that element to it as well. <laughs> so, there's, so after your first game, um, there's what they're called awakened artifacts. So I don't know if you've heard of these or oh, seen yeah, these. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, so after you've battled your first game, um, like your army or one of your characters uncovers and discovers a, a special artifact, and uh, that gives you can put it on any character you want in addition to your um, other artifacts. So it's a bonus, and it levels up and powers up through the course of your game. So you, but you have to achieve a certain thing in that game to oh, okay. power it up and to level it up sort of thing. So it's not completely broken where you just like automatically get all these power-ups. You have to like, for example, um, uh, Duncan rolled on the table and got the Realmstone wand. So he's putting that on Mordicus, his um, Knight Encanter. So it basically gives him, uh, he can cast two spells now and that's the first level. And then... Yep to go up the next level, which is like plus get plus two to cast. Uh, he has to successfully cast five spells over the course of a game and like successfully cast them and they're not unbound over the course of a five turn game. So um, it's, it's, it's possible. I like conceivable, see, if you're casting two spells a turn, like it's conceivable that that is possible over a course of a game, then you can level up. Um, yep. One of the boons, if you win the game, uh, one of the boons you can actually roll on um, instead of getting endless spell. I think one of them's you can, um, your artifact powers up automatically, so you can roll it, Rolf, and get it by chance as well. Um, yeah, so that's just another element. But yeah, these artifacts they get some of them get pretty ridiculous. <laughs> so like I've actually rolled on on the table for mine. I got the Geist Bane, which is oh, just yeah. this special sword. Which just I think by the end of the this um, campaign, my White King's is going to be going Super Saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> just, gonna like, just gonna be carving up an absolute monstrous storm. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how he how he turns out. But um, yeah, there's just great opportunity um for hobby in it all as well. So uh, there's uh, one of the battle plans is using the siege rules from the core, the core rule book. So it'll be uh, oh nice. Yeah, so I've 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 read through the siege rules and it's like sort of there's siege phase which before the first battle round which kind of determines a few different things. It's quite, quite interesting and mm -hmm. um, you've got like five terrain pieces that you can set up and that sort of counts as your fortifications and there's a few different rules for that. But um, it's not mm -hmm. too much of an extra bloat. But um, yeah, so it's given me a perfect excuse to paint up my old Warhammer fortress which I've got sitting on sprues in a box right next to me. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll be I'll be painting that up very very like that's going to be on my table very soon. Um so we can play these battle plans. There's battle plans that involve the penumbral engine as well. So uh, I'll be painting that as well to um yeah, to get on the table for it's you know it, it, there's a few of the battle plans but it's cool because there's there's eight battle plans. Um four of them are designed for uh, match play pitch battle style games and there's the other four uh narrative um battle plans mm -hmm. so you roll on tables and you you can determine or you can just choose agree whatever um it's kind of really up to you how you want to roll with it but yeah it's uh it's pretty exciting i'm we're we're having fun and yeah hopefully other people will enjoy it too yeah cool yeah sounds good and is, is all that stuff um like following the actual just rules that are written in the um, Forbidden Power book, or have you kind of made that stuff up? Um, no, those are the what you mean, like in relation to uh, like the Penumbral Engine and the so Seed like Rules before, and things like that. Before or? you, 
before you were talking about saying that you get the um artifacts and stuff um yep yeah that's um yeah that's written in to the campaign rules rule sets okay. yeah yeah, cool. yeah so we're just using the resource material as is um you do have like you can just use it as is or you can add your own stuff if you want like i've got an idea of uh, there's another narrative battle plan. I can't remember where the book is. I'll have, to, I'll have to dig it out. But um, where you have a monster on the board and there's a mechanic where that determines uh, who gets to control the monster each turn. So you can sort of flips so around. So that's I was like thinking, the, the realm of Gur, is it? Like that's a command ability, I think. Or not that command ability. They substitute it for a command ability. If you, um, you battle in the realm of Gur, there's a monster in the Yeah, middle. yeah, you can well, – yeah. There's um there's that and there's also there's another uh battle like battle plan of of played in the past but it's uh yeah you I just love the idea of like a terror geist guarding the entrance to a storm vault <laughs> and so we've just got like, two armies battling each other but then there's this like rogue terror geist just like yeah yeah you yeah. know which which the controller that flicks between players like yeah. each turn sort of thing depending on. X, Y, Z. I can't remember the mechanic on the top of my head, but I just love the idea of just same having, thing. Yeah. yeah, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, it's just um, but I, when I find it, I'll dig it out and see if we can adapt it to a, a, a battle or something like that. It'll be quite thematic and cool. So yeah, just exploring a different different mode of play. Um, really enjoying it. Um, just sort of getting out of that that mindset. Um, yeah, it's just it's just me, just where I'm at. <laughs> Go back. Cool. cool. Well, shall we take a little um, quick break there? Then uh, we'll uh, be right back. Yep, sounds good. Hey guys, so show, let's have a chat about the points changes. How has it affected your army? Can I start, please? Yes, you can. <laughs> so I wrote a list many moons ago where I went to uh, the Benigo Bush Bash. Um, there was a lot of talk about you had to take um, Reapers to be competitive in death. Uh, I disagreed for a long time. I went to RCGT where I played Chris. Uh, it was 2,500 points. I had Nagash. I had Skeletons. Chris was playing Corn, um, And I felt like I, I was fairly competitive and I <laughs> was unlucky where I didn't unbind a Palisade where I thought I could stop Chris from getting into my front line. Chris may, still, Chris may tell a different story, which is fine, but this is my point of view. And <laughs> ever since after that, everyone was talking about the Blade Geists being awesome. Um, Alistair from Brisbane was running Blade Geists, and I decided, no, no, I really like the Reapers because if you're hitting a unit over 10, you're getting reroll hits. 
if you're running the gas, you're re-rolling ones if they're going to hit a single unit. So I ran a unit of 30 and 20 when I went to Bendigo in October last year. And I sort of wrote a list that I thought was fairly competitive and it ended up being a net list. Now, someone may have run it in England earlier than me, but <laughs> I wrote... No, don't laugh. I wrote... <laughs> I, I, I wrote a list on what I thought was good at the time, right? I needed to win. I needed to podium at Bendigo to get to Masters in Australia. And what happened is I grudged Joel, who is a Masters player, and didn't win that game and it sort of snowballed from there. And I took the same list to CanCon. And everyone said it's a net list, but the list that I wrote was my list. That's right. It's your it's your fucking list. Yeah, it is. Like I didn't copy or cut and paste from anyone. And then the point changes was everything in my list got a points change. Nagash went up fifty. Yeah. The Guardian of Souls. No. Got, um, got axed, didn't he? The Guardian of Souls with Mortality Glass. Yeah, he got axed. Yep. Uh, yeah, Reapers went up. Yeah, Swords for your Endless Spell went up. Yeah, Portals went up. Dogs went up. Your Necromancer went up, which is my entire list. Yeah. So my my 1980s... It was totally aimed at you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just a... And you're a maker. My, I'm a nasty piece of work, apparently. So my my nineteen, I think it was pretty sure it was nineteen eighty, ended up being twenty one hundred and thirty points once the point changes came in. Yeah. So I've been trying to write Nagash lists, um, and it's just not working. You can't get the bodies to compete. It's hard in a two thousand point list now, isn't it? Yeah, I've been, I've been trying to write, write two thousand point lists as well, and it's just. Ugh. It's tough to sort of – you have to just go Nagash and bodies or if you want to put heroes in, then you're sacrificing bodies. So what Yeah, do you do? You, you're right. You're, right. you're sacrificing bodies. You can put bodies in, right? Like, And then what, what they've aimed at doing, and I'm not having a shot at anyone who is a G-Dub game tester, a, a respondent to what you think's broken, whatever else, but what they've done is aimed at death – for the simple fact that they can get a CP to bring a whole unit back, right? So you can't bring 30 Reapers back without paying what they've taxed onto our points now. So if you happen to take, um, like, you took zombies to Ipswich, James, like, yeah. zombies, zombies aren't killing much right no, killing nothing actually maybe one yeah. or two models in five games <laughs> so so that's that's probably where they're aiming at to get death to be competitive but if you were to bring 30 reapers back that's where the community sort of as a 70 75 percent whole is upset and uh, it just seems like everything they taxed really cripples. Cripples death. that list. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not only that list. It cripples everything. You can't take Nagash at all at the moment, in my opinion. Not 2,000, unless, yeah, unless you want to... you got to make more sacrifices now mm. if you want to take him. I know I personally never liked him, even at 800 points. Yeah. Just I, I, I like I like him. He's a gr- like yeah. He's definitely worth the points. But I, I've just never liked spending a heap of points on one model or one unit. That's fair. Like, no enough. matter what, it, no matter what it is in the game, like um, it could be anything. But like people taking a big unit of of something. If if you're spending over five hundred points on a unit, you you, you want it to. I, I just think, I don't know. I've always, yeah. Well, that's it. Like I know Nagash does something, but it's nearly half your army. Like in one model, like. And he can be shot off the board pretty easy. Yeah, he could he could be shot off, but people weren't taking shooting armies. No, no, and and you know it's not hard to zone out grave sites or like you know for you to bring a, a unit back, he has to be near a grave site. And correct, it, it's um people I think slowly working that out. But even now, like I, I still play people, and they're like, oh, you know, you've got a hero near that grave site, or. Oh, they don't even say that. They're like, oh, you've got a gravesite over there. You can bring back models and that. I'm like, no, dude, I can only do it with my general. And, like, your general has to be alive and you have to have a yeah, command yeah, point. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, right. I think people, people don't understand how the, the mechanic works, I don't think. It's really easy to stop it. Yeah. It is. Oh, sure. It is. If you but know everyone... how it works, but people just – it's just a, a perception about it, I think. And as you, you're completely right, Matt. It's just – it's – yeah, they're not sort of not realizing or not thinking it through, or I don't know. It's been around long enough now, I think, for people to. But you can know sort of broadly, but yeah, you can say that about everything from AOS one, right? Aether wing, Vanguard wing, all that. Everyone thought that was broken. Instead of taking a deep breath, rewriting their list, and realizing what their strong points and their weak points were. Like, Vanguard Wing was strong for the fact that they could get into your face before you even moved. Yeah, it was... That's probably what I would call the most broken thing I've seen. Chris is smiling. No, no, no Chris, no. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but like, let's take Aether Wing. Aether Wing could shoot in the hero phase, do what they want, but it wasn't undefeatable. You just had to rewrite your list to understand that it was what it was. And and the legions and the gash list was the same. Everyone's like, "Oh, you can bring back a unit for a CP. Get rid of the general. Doesn't matter what the general was. You can get rid of it." I just don't think death players like telling people <laughs> how to beat, them, how to how to stop their their shenanigans. No, the, <laughs> you tell them. Obviously, you tell them this is how my, this is how yeah. it works. At the start, yeah, people people like, can find that out for sure. People just don't want to acknowledge it, or if the fact is. It's going to cost them money to change the list. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the same things cropping up again with like with uh, Slanesh. How, oh, how, yeah. how do you do that? How do you how does So that's that's the 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 points um, adding on to a list for death. But you look at what's cost us less, like Graveguard. Is yeah. a massive bonus. Okay, you yeah, got to take. You got to take. Sorry, it's a big oh, win. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say, like, uh, th- yeah, things have gone up. But yeah, there's things that have gone down too, and it's yeah, kinda, yeah. It's Sorry, been a I'll whole new. It. It's been a whole new lease of life for me in my particular list building because yeah. 
I've always been the the guy that likes to take the less uh, used units, I suppose. Yeah. But um, and so it's given me a boon, and I can take more of those things now. And I can kind of see things like Graveguard coming, like Rise of the yeah, Pile again, right. um, X-Rays and etc. And yeah, no, no, you're you're all good, man. Like I didn't want to sound like a winger, but Graveguards are cheaper. Your Morgasts are cheaper, which means you can put them yep. in as an ally for Feck. So Feck have a spell where you move an extra move, whatever your wounds are, that are under six. So Morgas transformation. Thank you. Uh, that are under like so they can get an extra six inch move. They are just absolute weapons for damage. So you can put them into Feck. You put your uh, Ghoul King on Terrorgeist with these re-rolls and they're all focused on that and your Morgars are just coming down a flank. Like, Death do still have options. You've just got to rearrange your list. Yeah. That's what I like about it as well, like having these changes. It's 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 gonna we're gonna see some new builds and some different ideas and just some new spins on how to run a death army that can um, be reasonably competitive. Oh, they'd be super competitive. Mm. Yeah. Super. What about you, Matt? What's um how's the points changes affected your list writing? Uh so my original list was so my death list that I was running, my Legion of Not uh, Legion of Blood list, um, it only went up fifty points. So I had two necros, so they went up twenty points each. So it was forty of the points, and one unit of dogs went up ten points. Um, everything else in my army has stayed the same. Um, the other thing that hurt me is I couldn't buy two command points like I was, like I was doing. Oh, yeah. so yep. I was, that's why I was 100 points under. Um, so I was always starting a game with three points. So to do the same now, I'm, gonna, I'm having to take Death March um, just to get that extra CP in my in my list. Um, like CPs in Death are invaluable. Uh, is it's nearly impossible to to play a Death list with just starting with one CP. Like yeah. getting one turn one, it's just uh, it's you can't do it. Yeah, you, you, you need those. Um, sorry, um, and, unless you're taking either Quartz Brooch or Kurdos, there's no real other ways we can farm command points back or get more. And we don't have yeah, that many yeah. Italians viable. Like Death March is definitely viable, but the other ones, like maybe Lords of the of Sacrament, is another one. Can, the other ones are kind you, of we can't just stack heaps of all these battalions like some other allegiances. Nah. Like Sylvaneth can take. Can, doesn't Legion of Grief have a? a artifact where you can oh yeah you've got the yeah Yeah. you've got the muscle of the craven king command trait yeah so uh you can put that as well but then you're sacrificing tragic tragic emanation yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so i i I tend to not i i tend to not take that but um i'm also kind of oddly like veering away from like heavy command point reliance like i'll buy an extra one and i'll get one and then i'll just you know, say a how marrying, just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, not so, not so much, but like you know, you know, deep tactical advice here. Just get spiritual and you'll be fine. <laughs> well, I mean, I've even been um, even tossing up with taking that uh, the penumbral engine. Oh yeah, yeah. So for a hundred points, you you get, uh, but then it's not guaranteed either because you're nah. rolling on a 
table and yeah. you might only get one or two out of a whole game and is that 100 points worth that one or two? So Can there's, I, the commanding, uh, um, there's the commanding uh, terrain effect well, as well. Well, yeah. That, that, look, if that gets rolled you up. Can't, you can't can rely on that though. No. <laughs> but it's another thing. There's other I, ways, but, yeah, you can't rely. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, I, Mike. Yeah. Can I interject? Premble spell portal, I mean, the terrain feature is awesome if you're running Night Haunt. So if you don't get the CP, at least you're re-rolling ones for a save. Yeah. So, like, everything's four-up ethereal. And the terrain feature is only good if you're, say, let's not, you're not running Feck or Nagash because you need to have your general next to that terrain feature to get that CP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they've... Like the um, terrain feature is awesome, especially if you're running Night Haunt as a, a death focus, right? Like you're automatically getting a um, what's the Mystic Shield without having to cast it. And Night Haunt yeah. sort of probably lacking in wizards. Yeah, yeah, well, you and then the number entrance, you mean? The, the yeah, 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 yeah. And the the other option is to to alloy in Kurdos just to, you know, try and get that five up, and, and it means that they're losing one. So um, that that can also be good. Have you ever played with it? Yeah, I haven't. No, <laughs> like I know, <laughs> it... I know it's only a five up. So you look, out of out of five turns, you might only get it once. Um, Maybe twice, but the, and the other the, thing is he's actually he's actually quite good in combat. Like he correct, be a bit yeah. of a beat yeah. stick as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's that's another option. Maybe I could alloy alloy him in. Um, so yeah, I'm just looking at ways ways to get that extra command point. Because um, yeah, as I said, I think death really rely on it. Um, but yeah, apart from the that that's the only thing that really points changes have changed my list. Um, but now. With even with the new edition, yeah, with how it's all with the um, points, uh, with the command points, I'm, I've pretty much changed my list. Like I'm still, still got skeletons, to. still got black knights, I've still got zombie dragon and stuff. But like I've dropped at the moment, I've dropped a vampire lord. I've now taken grave guard. I've dropped my spirit host, um, and taken that de that death march battalion. Um, like black knights, if 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 you've got you know, you get your uh, cogs up first turn. Um, you know, they're a fourteen-inch move with a with a plus two to their charge. Um, there's most most times what nine times out of ten they'll be getting a first turn charge. Um, and with the I way I run my, I don't believe smart ass, but if let's say you take first turn and you got your cogs up, you know. If you don't make that charge, you know the the opponent gets the plus two and the plus two to charge. Like, do you see that as like a negative to taking no. cog? No, all right. Not in my list. Um, mainly because I've got so many bodies on the board. I'm not on and throwing the black knights up um, means that they've got to deal with those knights. And even if I don't get the charge off. It's a big wall that they've got to get through. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and the fact that I've ran them so far up the board means that, yeah, if they wipe them out, I don't care because my general's down the back end of the board. I can just summon them back on. 
Um, yeah. And that's the way I'm sort of playing the Black Knights is I'm treating them as a throwaway unit. Um, and like, and it works perfectly. Um, and that's why I'm toying with now. I've gone from Legion of Blood. I'm playing. I'm trying Legion of Night out, um, mainly for the fact that I can deep strike a unit of thirty Grave Guard, or so like I can be in their face with my Black Knights, my Grave Guard are deep striking with plus two to charge. So they're only needing a seven to get that charge off as well. Um, and that means your your enemy's got a. And then if if you don't get that charge off, obviously with your your grave guard, well, six inch, yeah. That, well, it, it, it's a big, it's that your opponent's got to turn around and deal with that that unit, if you know what mm -hmm, I mean. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you've got they've got a unit in their face, they've got a unit behind them. Um, plus, I've got forty skeletons. I've got other units of skeletons. The dogs can be running around the board taking objectives, while those other two units, and, and look, I got my zombie dragon there as well to be able to deal with anything that comes on my side of the board um, or even even move him up first turn for first turn charge as well. Um, so, yeah, it's just completely changed the way I'm playing Death, to be honest. Like, um, the other option is to take Death March in uh, Grand Host and get the, um, the plus one attack to all Death Rattle. Um, but... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm liking Death. I'm I'm really liking Legion of Night at the moment, mainly for the deep striking and the everything Death Rattle gets plus one to their saves in in your own side of the board. So, Grave Guard and Black Black Knights are a three up save. Put them in cover, they're a two up save because it, it's not actually a cover save. It's you just get plus one to your save in your own territory. So, yeah, with with their shield, with their um, yeah, with all that, they can actually survive quite well. Um, yeah, so I don't know. They, they, there's the options there, but I'm just there's uh, around two, two forty, two hundred forty points I'm playing with at the moment with what what I'm what I want to do with it. Because um, obviously with Death March you've got to take those certain amount of units, um, and you want to optimize those units. Like oh, that's right. With the Black Knights, I normally give them because they're within twelve of the White King start of the turn. They're getting that extra three inch move, so they're three inch there. Um, 14 in the movement phase, so there's 17 inch move straight off the bat. Um, and then I was also tossing up with Legion of Sacrament and take the the other movement, which is the plus four, the yep. four inch move in the hero phase. So, you know, you can get your Black Knights 21 in inches up the board first turn if you want to. So, yeah, I, I've got so many things going through my head at the moment, which Legion to take. Like, each Legion I'm looking at, like, oh, man, that, that'll that work awesome. And then I look at the other one, I'm like, oh, that looks awesome too. So, yeah, I'm just – it's just, yeah, all going through my head at the moment. Um, but, yeah, look, the other one, yeah, could be Legion of Sacrament if I want to get those first turn charges off. Um, it, especially if you play like, – I know it's not a big issue these days, but coming up against um, Daughters of Cain and stuff like that, if you get a first turn charge, it's still an issue, man. Yeah, well, they, they are, they are, but they, you know, you're seeing more of the feck and that. But any sort of army, if you can get that alpha strike, you know, your opponent doesn't have all their buffs up. Um, so, uh, for example, daughters of Cain, they're going to be taking um, all those battle shock tests at the end of the turn. And it's really going to hurt them big time. So, I think, yeah, if you can get a alpha striking list like that. Um, is good um, having the battalion. You obviously got less drops, so you can you can give your opponent first turn if they're a slow moving 
army or whatever. But yeah, I've just got all these things going through my mind since the the new the new additions dropped, the new points changes. Um, so that's why I've been toying with my grave guard because I'm pretty sure the unit of thirty is still the same cost, isn't it? I don't think no, that no. changed. It's uh, three sixty for thirty now. It, it always was on that. Oh, no. was it? Used to yeah, be 420. It was 420. Yeah. It was yeah, right. yeah, so you got the whole discount. It's gone down. Yeah, it's good. I, I've been toying up with just taking 20 of them. Um, no. Nah. More for the fact that they can, if I do, if they do die, I can use, like I did in the game today, I can bring them back up on the back of the board if I bring my general on the back of the board near a grave site. Um, that means yeah. that. And today, they just that unit of thirty, they wouldn't die. Like I had, in the end, yeah, I, had like yeah. six, I had six or seven left, and I'm like, I needed them in my in in knife to the heart. I needed them to come up to be dead, so I could have brought them back and and, and brought them up in my opponent's end zone, and it would have I would have won the game turn two sort of thing. But yeah, um, knife to the heart, you can't win the game turn two. Well, you 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 can at the end of turn two. Do you know, no, like it's, it's I, the start of turn three. Yeah, but yeah, at the start of the turn three battle round, whoever has the most models on it wins. That's what the thing yeah, says. But you you can't you don't add up who owns the objective until the end of until the end of a turn. Yeah. I don't. Sorry. Uh, oh, I thought they changed it. No. Oh, okay. At the end of the turn, you add up who's got the most models. They own that objective. So technically, when Knife to Heart says at the start of turn three, it's actually at the – or battle round three, at the start of whoever's turn it is, turn three, you need to have the most models. Yeah, but it says starting from the third battle round, one player immediately wins a major victory if they have control of both objectives. Correct. You don't control so, it until the end of that turn three. No, no. I would have had control I, of it in the turn two. Because I oh, control yeah, it. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. You're I'm pretty sure. Because <laughs> it's you control an objective if you've got more models at the end of your yeah, turn, right? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm just, yeah, so having the, um, I don't know whether to take 20, because 20, they're actually quite, they're not expensive anymore. Like, um, 20 Have you got a macro in your list? I've got two. Yeah, so you're double piling and you're taking 30, mate. You can get a rank of 15 double piling in. They're on 25s, like. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're um they're fantastic. But I, as I said, I, I, I'm not sure whether to use them to deep strike, um, use them to stay on my side of the board because they've got plus one to their save. I'm just, yeah, I, I need to play more games with them. Yeah, I think so. Just take two taking... units of them and do one in each. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I could yeah, take just a unit of 10 of them and a unit of 20 or a unit of 30 and 10 or something. Like I had the this uh, dream list that I wanted to actually take to take to Ipswich, which uh, was basically the Legion of Grief and just going for the max um, Bravery D buffs. But it was uh, White King, two Necros and Reichnall, um, three units of five Direwolves, two Mortis Engines and two units of 30 Graveguard. A Horogast and a Purple Sun. That's two thousand on the on the nose. So it was all it's a about debuffs. A, a lot of debuffs in there. Um, bit of magic. Got the flexibility with the wolves. The um, because the thing I love, like what I've been finding with grief is, it's yeah the battle shock phase. Yeah, stuff happens in the battle shock phase, but it seems it's more about um 
Like the mortise engines just are doing so much more and so much easier than what they did before. Like with, the go, with this, with their scream. So with two mortise engines pulling up, it's an area of effect. You're hitting everything with like two D3 mortal wounds in the shooting phase, like within nine inches of them. So if you're just pushing yeah. them up and you've got like what, in some cases you can have up to like, like the game I was playing, I was playing the other day was like minus four bravery on you to like KO um, thunderers. They were like bravery two or something like that by the end of it. <laughs> And, and, and so good, it's good it was quite easy. Big, yeah, you can yeah, you can there's, make. There's so, many, uh, there's so many armies with such big bravery these days. So getting that neck yeah. four is brutal. Yeah, it just you, makes it easier for the for those mortar engines. And if like I haven't gone the route of taking lots of um, banshees, but um, it I think it's definitely a viable option as well. Like, absolutely. If you can get like maybe get three or four banshees, if you can if you can swing it, because you're gonna have to sacrifice something to to achieve that. But um, you can. If you're legion legion of grief, you can go neg five. Yeah, yeah. If you if you can, and then like, that's why I chuck in the purple sun as well. The horror yeah. for obvious reasons, but the purple sun has a six inch bubble of minus one bravery as well. And so the the um the jaws too. The jaws, if you, yeah. If yeah. you want to chuck jaws in, so do the uh, so does the grave tide has a minus one bravery going on. Every so, every banner. Yep, you got your banners, you got the inherent ability, which is like the Legion of Blood one, minus one bravery yeah. within six of all the units. Um Morgas. Morgas, yeah. Morgas, yeah. Like my first iteration of grief had the Morgas in it. Um, which is I'd like to actually talk about Morgas a bit um a little bit later because two hundred points. I'm trying to bring I'm trying to bring back the Morgas. So we just talk about it now. <laughs> yeah, do it now. Do it now, do it now. Yeah, so um basically I've right I want to can, no we, can we ask you about Chris and he's, no one cares yeah. about effect, effect points anyway. <laughs> Chris, Chris was playing yeah, yeah, yeah. we talking yeah, about his I'll points. Just, I'll, just upset, I'll just upset people with my answer anyway. Do it. Do it, Chris. Do it. Do it. So my my list, all I lost was the 50-point extra command point. Um, yeah, you've upset And me. I, I don't need <laughs> it because I, I get a free one every turn anyway. <laughs> yeah, man, but like, what else has changed in effect? It's so it's been more in a few rules. So most change. so most people's feck lists got hit really hard. Like Chris, Crystal Gore lists you... got hit really hard, but my list didn't. Um you, you weren't running you were running generic, right? I was running no court feast day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically feast day, feast day right. gets you a CP every turn for free. Yeah. Which and is amazing. feeding frenzy. Yeah. Is it feed, feeding frenzy yeah. is bullshit? Specifically feeding frenzy, not it's not a CP for anything, but it's, it's that's not the bullshit. one that you want to be spending CP it on. It is. That's so. not. Um, I, I think I, I honestly think feeding frenzy should just be in your own your own turn. Oh well. Um, <laughs> I, I think no, I, like honestly, like I play feck too. Like I got a feck army, but I, I just think, and I've played against Jesse a few times. And I just think the the pile in for free, that second pile in. Not costing you anything in your opponent's turn is just bullshit. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I see where you come from. I, I think it's awesome too, but I just think it's it's also bullshit. <laughs> but it's like, it's like you're sitting there rolling, you're sitting there shaking your dice in your hands and you go, Can you hear that? Yeah. It's the sound of victory. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just the amount the amount of times when you're like you go to attack and you're like trying to kill something. And your opponent's like, oh, yes, you haven't quite killed it. And you just go, I'm just going to pile in and attack again then. Yeah, and it won't cost me anything. Yeah, I'll do it for nothing. But you always have to make sure you've got a hero in range. But so I mean, you you lost... do... Yeah, but normally it is a hero. <laughs> it's a ghoul king on terrorgeist. 
<laughs> nah, not in my list. Um, <laughs> yeah, not on, not you, in your list. I'll you, give you, you that. You do, um, you do so miss Chris, out on. Chris, you lost the what a free CP in the points changes. Yeah, that's that's it. So basically, the arch regent going up forty points. Before be before we go on to Morgas with James's topic, can I ask you a question? The the command ability terrain feature. Do you see that as yep. a yeah? Do you see that as a bonus to FEC or a, a like a you got to keep your general back for a turn? Um, I mean, it depends. Uh, it's it's good. Oh, it depends where the terrain piece is. Yeah, I mean, FEC loves CP. Um, it can also just be great because it happens in your hero phase. So if your opponent doesn't have any, you can literally just even if it's your territory i'd probably just have my general within range for my first turn and then fly him off it anyway because it's still one extra cp for free correct but you're not you're not going to keep your general there because your general or besides i, w- your I wouldn't list. keep him there for nah. like more than one turn for it probably not no correct but so you, you only you could you could set up Go. your throne here so you, you you can summon a new unit for free and then you get your f- command point for free only if the uh, general is the thing that you're summoning. Summoning from. In other words, if it's the arch region. The arch region is almost never the general in effect list. Correct. Correct. Um, But yeah, you you could. um, I mean, it's, yeah, I I think it's good. I wouldn't be like, the only play my general any differently to how I would play without that terrain feature. If it's there, then I'll use it on my first hero phase, but then I'll move away from it. The only reason I ask that question is because that's people's reasoning for hating that piece of terrain. Um, to me, I don't think it's broken. I think it's fine. Nah, I like it. It's not. It's easy to negate. It is. Like, you just put your general next to it. And if they got their general next to it, well, they're not... Unless you're Grimgot, uh, like Gloomspite, sorry, yeah. um, you're not... Besides them, I don't think anyone else is... Fucking abusing it. Sorry, I didn't mean to swear. You might not even but, roll it up. That's the thing. Well, that's it. it. It's, it's only in, 10, normally 10 pieces 12. of scenery. Well, yeah, and you get rolling one in 12, so you might get one. And the chances are it's on the side of the board or like in the wrong area. Yeah. And then you you, might you've rolled up. You might, you might roll yeah. up Arcane on the other side of the board. So you get to toss up do I take Arcane? Do I take, you know, do I go for commanding? Um, yeah. You know, there's. I don't think it's broken at all. I think no. it's it's great, great little added bonus to the. No, game. it is. It's just, it's a discussion amongst people who don't play death, right? And it, yeah, I don't yeah. know this whole episode's about death, but Feck were the biggest uh, in commas scenario. Like, oh, if Gristlegore have their general next to that piece of terrain piece, they get an extra pile in. Was well, like. If a Griscord general's next to that terrain piece, they're really not sitting there. Like, yeah, no, they, might, they may be score an extra one in one turn, then they'll be off, yeah, like, doing other, other yeah. stuff. But depends on what you want to achieve and how you want to write your list in, I guess. But and what your play style is, like, there's so many variables, it's just, yeah, you don't want to take a list to, to bank on getting that terrain feature every game. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's like, also funny, yeah. the other thing is there might be more than one piece of commanding terrain. And so actually yeah. you don't have to stay still because your opponent might be playing to block it. And it's if your opponent's like, if the enemy general is within one of any commanding terrain, then they know. Correct. Why. Yeah. So yeah. you can, yeah, there's a lot of play around it. Like I, 
played a game the other week with Dan and he had his he had his Cetra list with his whoosh cape, which can be really annoying. But there was a piece of command <laughs> Really? There was there was a piece piece of commanding terrain in both our territories. So for me it didn't matter where my slan was, so I just had my slan next to it. And it basically <laughs> meant if Dan didn't want me to have CP, then he had to keep camp his yeah. to keep going backwards to it so he couldn't push <laughs> he couldn't push up etc um and i was That's like okay stop me getting one cp it was really funny and then the turn he pushed the turn he pushed up i got the extra cp and then i was able to spam it on reroll ones to save on all my ignore rend basties <laughs> so it yeah it's cool oh, I, I like the that. i like the interplay to be honest it's like you trolled you trolled down with the with the two pieces <laughs> that's funny I, was like, great. I kept saying to him i was like do you want to whoosh you can whoosh i'll get a cp <laughs> you can whoosh yeah, sorry, I don't mean to hijack, but that's a massive. Yeah. That is a massive talking point amongst people who don't play death, is the fact that Fett can bank CP, but I don't think people realise that it has to be a general. Yeah, and I, I, and I, 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 I don't think they'll sit by it anyway. And I think, no, I think a lot no. of people, a lot of people that have got um, we're up in arms about it or talking about it um, are a lot of are people that don't always play actual terrain rules either like yeah <laughs> they always forget it in games anyway and and stuff like that and then you know that they're the ones that have got the shits about it the most but um yep. and there's even been talk of not having them at any terrain rules but i, I know i know add, add to the game i know a few tournaments later in the year in australia are thinking about that like i don't want to throw anyone under the bus so i won't mention names but they are saying like would do you play terrain rules? Well, I do. Yeah. Like terrain yeah. rules. It's all part of the game. Always play. To me, yeah. to me, it does. Like, Literally, um, there's the four page rule set, the rules, the terrain yeah. is on them. I'm, 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 I'm happy to run. Like, obviously, we, did, we know what my list is. It's Nagash. Um, I'll take Arcane, Arcane, sorry, terrain. Any day of the week, and if someone wants to take that so they can unbind my spells, well, that's fair enough. Like that's an added rule that helps a army that doesn't have a a um, battle tome. You know, like oh, Nagash is plus three to cast. Well, at least I've got plus one to unbind. You know, like it. it I think terrain rules need to be there. Yeah, I really, I really like the new set as well because it just adds more variables and it means you have to make decisions because you might have arcane on one side and commanding on the other. So now you're choosing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, do I want the CP or do I want plus to cast? But even, even entangling, entangling's massive. Yep. Like you neg one to move and charge. Like it's minus two. Oh, minus two. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, minus two. I was, I was stuck in some um. In some entangled terrain the other night, it was yeah, it it, it makes a big difference. My it took ages for my chain rust to get through that. I had to find a way out. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun though. But just, um, James, just James's way of saying that he stumbled into a bush on his way home drunk from the pub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No comment. <laughs> so Morgas. Yes. Yeah, so I have been. Um, like, I love my Morgas. I love the models. I put a lot of work into painting them up, and I just want to see them just kick ass like they should be on the table. But every time I've taken them, um, 
they haven't been performing the way that I think they should be. <laughs> um, and, they, and, they, and they get targeted. They get targeted. They get taken down. Um, there's yeah. like I, I started writing lists. Uh, what what Morgast are you running? Um, Akai. Yeah. So I need to I need to paint up some um, some harbingers. I haven't done that. So but, Akai but, are the uh, how five plus. Yeah, got the final final order order wins. Wins. yeah, yeah, but I like are the ones you want. Yeah, I like the archive. Like they don't have that the long charge range, but I just I just like that five up save. And if, you can kit them out. Either, both of them, you can kit them out either ways. But I, I just put the halberds on them. But um, so I've come up with an idea, and I know you have to really like if you want them to work. Like because they've gone down in points, they're two hundred points now, so it's six hundred point drop for a full. Uh, a full unit. So I've got an idea for my 2,500 point list for um, Sydney GT. So it consists of Nagash, Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon for the re-rolls to hit, six Morgast Archai, um, five Wolves, 30 Graveguard and 10 Chain Ruffs, 2,500 points and a Purple Sun <laughs> and an extra Command Point. So... It's two heroes. It's two big beat sticks. It's three. Beat, not bad. It's, it's three beat stick Look. units. Like you've got Nagash threat. You've got, and the Vampire Lord Zombie Rat Dragon's got the Ethereal Amulet on him. So you've got the Amulet um, Zombie Dragon, and you've got six Archai with three. Like if basically, given the rerolls to hit from the Vampire Lord Zombie Dragon, they're getting plus one attack from um, the Legion. And then you've got Die Wolves and Graveguard and Chain Rust for objective grabs. Um, Graveguard are just a I love them now. Like I've always liked them, but now I've got thirty of them. I've got. I want to paint another thirty. <laughs> um, they just. They got the bodies for my style style of play. Like they can sit back. They can hop camp objectives. They can move forward. They can. They can. They're not as flexible and as maneuverable as as I as you want as you need sometimes. But if something charges them, you know that when the graveguard hit back, they that's they're going to more than likely like chomp that unit back and chop it off the table. So I just love them. And so that's kind of like my idea for at least I want to start getting some practice games in for it. But, um, yeah, I think you just got to put them in Legion, get the plus one attack, get the re-rolls to hit to make them um, reliable um, or more reliable. Uh, if I, I if I could, I'd squeeze in a, a Vampire Lord to give them an, another attack, but I just have to – I'd have to play around with the list a bit for that. But Thanks. Don't do it. It's, it'd be way yes, too thank you, Chris. It'd be too many. You, like, I've, I've only got everyone, one extra. Everyone that I see writes death. Chris is right. The first Chris thing right. that they do wrong is include Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon plus a Vampire Lord, and they have all these grand plans of going, his command, his command, his command. Yeah, it doesn't But work. the most important thing, you always want one I... CP ready to bring a unit back from the grave. You just don't have the CP to spam multiple Chris, commanders. Chris is 100% right, except for the fact that you now have a CP that lets you re-roll ones if you're not taking the gash, right? In the combat phase, you can put a command point that lets you re-roll ones to hit. Morgas are hitting on threes. Yep. I mean, James, you've got Nagash in that list anyway. I wouldn't. I know, but they don't. It doesn't. They always roll shit. They always get. Always roll ones and twos. They do not roll shit. You're just yeah, wrong. They no, they Nagash roll terrible. Nagash nah. gives you re-roll ones. You're getting plus. Obviously, running Grand Host and Nagash, so they already got plus one attack. You you do not need a vampire. What about on what about if you um drop drop the vampire lord on Zombie Dragon and take Manfred with Nagash? 
No, no, you don't even do that. You take the you take the cover well, train. Take the cover train. You're saving sixty points by taking Manfred, and he, they're re-rolling both ones to hit and to wound, so they they're only failing no. on two. Coven throne, yeah. Coven throne, Michael. You, you're you're re rolling <laughs> ones to hit, wound, and save. Like you do not even have to cast Mystic Shield. Like, oh. So you just basically so you're just getting a, you're just getting real ones to wound. Is the only addition, the only extra thing you're getting because you're no, already getting that is huge. That is huge, but on there. Well, tell me. Like, you tell me you what, what else has re roll ones to wound. They are Come great on. with that. Come on, tell me that. Nothing. Uh, chain, chain rasps. Chain rasps. Yeah, if you got more than 10. <laughs> uh, I just find that, like, Morgas, for me, wound, always, wound on fours. They always, yeah. like, you know, Three. you take two of them and they, they just fail. They roll, you roll so many ones and twos to hit and then to wound, and you only get, like, two wounds through it every time. It's yeah. just like. You, you guys roll bad then, like. Yeah. No, yeah, Morgoths have too. been totally like they've been very underwhelming in my game. I think I think I think James knows that I I am a Morgoths fan. Like he come to Cairns. Yeah, you got me onto him more yeah. than ever. Yeah, I love him. I love him. I love him. I think they're great. I think you can't rely on a two though to do anything. Like I think six is probably the way to go if you're going to put a command ability on them. Mm. Um, I run him as a six, but. Yeah, I mean, given you've already spent 850 points on the gash plus 600 points on them, and the gash is giving you reroll ones to hit and save anyway, chuck I'd, a probably, throne. I'd probably look to no, I wouldn't chuck in a coven throne. No, um, you can't, you can't, you can't run a coven throne in legions and the gash, like you I'd can't probably do that. And I'd probably look throne. at a mortis engine, um, or even another 30 odd of graveguard. Instead of the vampire lord, what about what about a necromancer or something? Yeah, you keep the necro. The but necromancer, yeah, I, the necromancer does nothing for the Morgas because no, they're not. He'd be there for the grave guard. Yeah, um, but yeah, I just don't think you want to. Um, you don't have loads of CP, and you want to use Nagashes every turn. Yeah, so. You've got you, that one extra. You, you can you can you can backpedal for a first turn and not push forward and say Nagash isn't using your CP just to bank A CP. Like you don't have to go, we're moving forward, Nagash is popping a CP, no battle shocks taken. Like you can just go, we're gonna sit here around our uh grave sites. Yep. And we're not moving forward. Yeah, which means yeah. which which means you bank a CP. Yeah, you just gotta pay play a bit KG in the first turn or whatever. Just to Yeah. You don't you don't just don't have to be uh, uh active. Yeah, yeah. Or or just don't take Nagash and then you got eight hundred and fifty points to spend. <laughs> Blasphemy. Blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> Drop Nagash, take your Coven Throne, buff up those dudes. You got so much more points to spend. Before we go any further, the Coven Throne is the best unit in the Death Book at the moment. The fact that you can't attack it, you just throw it into Slanesh. Oh, yeah, put the Guile on it, yeah. Hmm. 
You can't. The thing is that you just have to roll higher than their bravery, though, to get it, to for it to go off. Slash, oh, slash, bravery. Yeah, yeah okay, fair call, fair call, fair call. I mean, um, there is there is Horrorghast, and you could always just play it smart and have Horrorghast next to the Coven Throne. So anything you're doing is always minus two. Um, yeah, that helps. But yeah, yeah, you got you got to put in some resources to set it up. But the sorry, I, I digress. So keep going. The other thing is when you got such a big points, like you have six hundred points there in that one unit. If you get hit with some debuffs on it, it's uh, it can really hurt you. Like, you but know, if you got, got if you got in a gash, you should be negating their debuffs. Oh yeah, if true. they're coming from spells, yeah. The only thing is stuff like from from spells, yes, like rots, just netters and. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, artifacts and all. If you you if you're a death player and you know that your Morgas don't want next to hit, you're not throwing your Morgas into netters. Like you should be uh, switched on more than that. What do you yeah, use the Morgas for? Mainly to get netters thrown into you, but oh yeah, well that's probably bad positioning then. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, right. So that's more gas. I, I just want him to work. I want him to see him. I want to see him shine. So I'm thinking about taking him to Sydney GT. Yeah, take him. But the the biggest bonus is for the more gas is the fact that they're 200 points. Yeah, it's so which good. means you can take four of them as an ally, which is 400 points. And like Chris said, the what's the name of the spell? Deranged transformation. You put them in effect, and they're moving plus six. Like it's just massive. Yeah, that's cool. I hadn't thought of that at all. Like I had to look it up when you said it. To Don't see. say that. If, if, um, if deranged transformation was feck only, but no, it just says friendly unit. So it says friendly unit. It's one hundred percent kosher. <laughs> like you just put it on them. Like it's insane. But like. It, it, it is an ally unit, but the, the fact that, that you can move them 15, and if you're taking Harbingers, they're 3D6, that is a unit that people who think, oh, I've got to hit the Terrorgeist, all of a sudden have to go, oh, shit, there's four blokes over here that hit, that can hit with uh, Spirit Swords. No, sorry, Spirit... Halberds. Halberds. With neg two, three damage each, and people shit the bed like it's insane. Yeah, take them in Legion of Night, deep strike them. Oh, that's uh, that's what that's that's a common play, I think. Yeah, yeah. The fact that you get three d six, but the fact that you take them in feck as an ally and get a extra six inch move. Oh, it's fantastic! Like people just go, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah. Like you, you won't see, you, you don't see it. And Jane, uh, Chris is already like, "Oh yeah, it's a pretty." Smart no, I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking about it, but I'm like, to be honest though, they don't. For 400 points, you can take a dragon. I understand. Yeah, like they just don't benefit from the other feck buffs, and so I just think you, because of all the other stuff like the double pile in the D3 extra attacks, I think 400 yep. points of feck units would do more than they would. Yep. 
But the fact that you can throw them into a chaff unit and delete that chaff unit, let's be fair, you delete that chaff unit, they have to react to that. And then you can maybe move your dragon sort of if you get the double turn or your second in the turn two scenario, then they come in over the back on the top of them. Yeah. I mean, it's all situational, but it is an awesome spell to throw onto an ally. Yeah. And they certainly would hit harder than, like, any of the units. Um, so to have a few more bodies than just one dragon, you'd be mm. able to go in and hit. And they're, they're probably a bit more resilient as well with the four-up save. And then if you took the five-up mortal, like, you took the archives... But then you're not getting the three D six charge. Yeah. So you can toss up between that. But yeah. Yeah. I just think we're talking about points change. The fact that they're going to two hundred, you can throw them into feck. And it's a massive bonus to feck in my eyes. You can't <laughs> throw them into Nighthaunt, can you? Uh Death Lords can they allied to Nighthaunt? I don't think so. But I have been wrong before. Death Lords uh, can, can't they? But just not. Um, hang on. Because that uh, that Ren two. Yeah, they can. Is, yeah, is Death Lords and that, That's something that Night Haunt do lack. Um, so that rend. Might, yeah, like Ren two. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so Death Lords can ally with Night Haunt. So chuck some Wolgas in in that puppy. And then they also have the minus one bravery thing, so it helps the bravery stuff. But... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's consistent with the rest of the, the army. If you go on negs for bravery, you gotta go Legion of Grief. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Agreed. But anyway. So with, um... anybody does anybody play Night Haunt? Speaking of Night Haunt. I do play yeah. it, but I haven't been. Is that where we're headed? Night Haunt in the discussion? Yeah, we can. Yeah, look, I, I've been writing some light Night Haunt lists. Like, I haven't got all the, the, a lot of the newer stuff, but I've been trying to look at, like, I've got, I've got Kurt Olsen, Alinda. Um, so, I've got a so of, stuff, but. Mm. So, will we all um, be playing Legion of Grief or Night Haunt? I've played no, both, well, and I'm, I'm still tossing up between the two. That's the discussion. Like, I'm. I'm mm. I'll, I'll go first. Sorry, Matt. Um, right. Legion, Legion of Nighthaunt, right, has massive bonuses, but they are banking on the 10-inch charge. You're looking at the meta, right? Um, Slanesh can stop you from fighting in the combat phase first. So they get first swing if you're within six inches. And then there's... Uh, is it the mask or the epitome that lets them have another crack at you in the start of the combat phase? So Night Haunt, Death, Legion of Grief have nothing that says we're going to strike first in the combat phase. So if you're running Night Haunt, this is where you sort of supersede them where as long as I get that 10-inch charge, I get to strike them first. It doesn't matter which unit, doesn't matter which hero, whatever, as long as they make that 
10 on their dice roll, they can have a swing. So let's say you're within three. It's my charge. I roll a, a, a four. Yes, I make it in. But I'm happy to spend a CP and let's hope I get a 10, which means they get to swing at you first and then um, dial back after they get negated by Slanesh's uh, abilities. Yeah. Um, and you've the got that, uh, that spell, the Soul Cage spell. I was going to say you've got Soul Cage as yeah. well, which lets um makes, makes enemy units fight last. fight last. So mm. actually in your turn, you'll get to fight first. What's the range on Soul Cage, though? I think it's... I thought it was 12, but well, maybe sure. 18. Yeah, 12, it's 12, yeah. Yeah, so that means you're bringing your, your heroes forward, which are multiple wound, and then you've got a Keeper of Secrets in most Slanesh lists, which means, you know, they've got a opportunity sort of thing to yep. get some DP. I mean, not every scenario is going to happen like that. But the fact that Nighthaunt have a mechanic that negates Slanesh's you fight last is a massive bonus to death. Yeah, it's good. We get some tools there to kind of counter it, which is good. Yeah, and they got a huge spell. Like they got a lot more spells in Nighthaunt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is great. Like that's that's one of the things that Legion of Grief. What lets it down is is just. The spells that are there are quite good, but it's very limited. Like, um, yeah, yeah, you got a lot more options with Night Haunt with your spells. Um, the problem, I, like, yeah, you're right, okay. The problem with Legion of Grief is the fact that you get the grave sites. Right, that is yeah. a massive bonus to, let's say, the Night Haunt allegiance. Even though Legion of Greece isn't Nighthorn, but the fact that you put Nighthorn in it, it is a massive bonus. Um, they've then they get they've negated that by giving you three spells. Now yeah. you can take you can take Nagash in Legions of Grief because he's not a Mortark, which means he's open to all three spells. He's making Legions of Grief uh Legions of yeah, grief and um, night haunt immune to battle shock, and you got grave sites, which is a massive bonus to them. But Nagash's spells from his legions of Nagash just they do so much more output. Like legions of grief are all about neg to bravery, yeah, and uh, unless. You can guarantee that someone's not doing a immune to battle shock, or you've got an attack which does sort of have a shooting attack where if you're neg to bravery, we do these many mortal wounds. Unless you're taking that sort of list, it negates what you're building at. Yeah, I, I find too, like the, the difference between what you're saying is right, like with grief. You're taking grief because of the the command point bringing back a dead unit and the fact that you know you've got grave sites um and that, that, that's what let night haunt down was the fact that yes they, they ignore they ignore all ren but they're super squishy like with a four up save and only one wound on a lot of stuff like most of the army's got 
a one wound model sort of thing, um, you, you tend to lose your units quite quick in Night Haunt. Um, so and the, and the fact that Night Haunt lists aren't really dependent on command points, like yes, they are good, but you, they're not like a death list where you need command points. Can, um, I, re can I retort a little bit? Like they they are command point heavy if you want that 10 inch charge oh yeah for sure yeah 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 look that's what i mean like you can use them but in saying that you don't have like yeah you yeah. yeah yeah a good night haunt list you unless you want to get that 10 inch charge you don't there's not a lot of other things that use the command point like maybe lady olander uh, you might want to get models back but that means you're taking her as your general etc um but uh, the only other thing is the Knight of Shrouds giving you an extra, the, the plus one to hit or the extra attack, depending on which one you take. But a lot of the time you're not doing that either because they might be in a different spot or whatever. But I just find in Legion of Grief, um, it, it kind of works really well for, for them because they've got the, the command points there to bring units back if they need to. Um, mm -hmm. And, and by spending that point, you're not wait like you feel like you're not wasting that command point on a unit, if you know what I mean. Like sometimes in death, you're like, uh, do I keep this command point to bring back a unit or do I keep it to, you know, to use my command ability on my zombie dragon, for example? Or, you know, you're kind of always tossing up between the two. Do I keep that point? Do I not? Do I spend it? Whereas Legion of Grief, I kind of think if you're taking all Nighthaunt in Legion of Grief, I, I feel like you're not really, you're not really pressed that hard for that command point. You're like, well, I'm just going to spend it to bring back a unit sort of thing. Like it's the thing you'll do. Um, and I just think I think Legion of Grief is just making Nighthaunt a lot harder to kill. Like the fact that you can just keep bringing units back, um, as long as you can keep your general alive once again, which is kind of but hard. There's a few things in Legion of Grief where you do need to spam CP. So the Dreadblade Harrow, where you can teleport a unit. Um, there's the he, yeah. No, you can only do that in Nighthaunt, not Legion of Grief. Well, I'll shut the fuck up then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I, I, I give I, someone I, else a chance, mate. <laughs> there's definitely bonus, like there's definitely benefits with both books. Um, I, I, I like playing both books, both the Legion of Grief, and I, I just find Legion of Grief if I'm playing Nighthaunt as a whole, like a Legion of Grief army as Nighthaunt. I, I kind of feel like you're, you're missing out on a few things with the spell law, with that 10-inch charge, you know. I just, agree. And the deep striking, obviously, like that that deep strike, that's that's pretty good like for Nighthaunt because um, yeah. you're normally getting that 10-inch charge then. Um, but yeah. I just I, feel um, when you play, play Legion of Grief, you, you kind of miss those things, but you are mm -hmm. obviously benefiting from... The grave right. sites and bring stuff back which which when you play night haunt you you get that same feeling you're like oh i really i really miss the fact that i'm not getting grave sites or i'm not getting that oh they've just deleted my unit of 30 grimgar so they've just deleted this unit i can't bring it back that's gone for the you know um there is, so, yeah. there, is there is a battalion in night haunt where you get 2d6 models back for your chain rasps like it's it's not dead and buried like yeah, the chain guard. Yeah, chain the chain guard. Like that's solid for night haunt. The I honestly think Legion of Grief 
isn't solid. Like you've only got three spells. If you if you're maximizing the neg to bravery, then yeah, good luck. Take Legion of Grief. That's where you need to go. But anything else, I think you're in. You're just asking for trouble. I think like coming from a Legion player's perspective, like I don't, I don't really, I haven't played Nighthaunt since KenCon two years ago, but um, and that was before the book. But uh, for me, like I, I love playing Legion of Grief because it's another Legion and I can just take the Nighthaunt units and just still keep playing like a Legion. And I like the bravery debuff mechanics. I think it's just something mm-hmm. real, just something new. It's something new and different to incorporate into what I'm doing. So sort I of think so, but I'm finding, cause I've been playing a fair bit of grief lately. I'm like now looking back at um, the other legions and, and just seeing new possibilities there as well. So it's kind of just refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's like a refresher, go off in this direction for a bit, come back. Yep. Um, but I'm, I'm actually using probably less night haunt unit in my legion of grief. I'm probably using just regular death units with, but it's um, giving me access to, like I kind of like how it's restricted me away from not being able to take any soul blight um, in the list. It's kind of takes away that that decision. Oh, do I take a vampire zombie dragon or um, any other sort of soul blight stuff that I might would might normally consider? Like it's just sort of I find sometimes limitations can kind of make you kind of think a bit more about what you want to do and kind of it's mm. yeah it just kind of themes it differently. I don't know. It's just I like the feel of it at the moment and yeah, especially with my the White King I'm, I'm put, throwing in is the general. Like, it's just, yeah, it's, I love it. <laughs> the White King is a good shout, but. Yeah. You, Him and the, you... um, and the Grave Guard, they're just they're nigh unstoppable, pretty much. <laughs> if they can get into you, like, they're just, they're just, you're rolling so many, you're rolling so many dice and they're just doing mm-hmm. so much damage. I love it. Have you played. One... Sorry, go, Michael. No, you go, Chris. I was just going to ask you, have you played. Either like Night Haunt or Legion of Grief yourself. Uh, I have played Night Haunt, um, but not a lot. Um, but I, like I've written a lot of night, I've written a lot more Night Haunt lists than Legion of Grief. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I, th- I think they play very differently, which is really interesting because they can have yes. even if you put most of the Night Haunt units into Legion of Grief, I think it completely changes their role and their playstyle. Um, I think the Night Haunt book has amazing battalions that you miss if you take grief. Yep. Um, like Hex Wraiths, for example, I think are amazing in. They're amazing in either, to be fair, because Hex Wraiths are summonable, so you can get the Necromancer spell on them for double piling, and bringing them back makes them incredible. Um, yeah. In Legion of Grief, Spirit but Hosts. Also, if you take them in Night Haunt then you can take them in the battalion, which means that you pile in an attack in the charge phase on a nine instead of a 10. They came down in price too, didn't they? And they got yeah. cheaper. Yeah, they're 140 yeah. now. Mm. So they, for me, would will, will just always get picked instead of um, Grimgasts now. Yeah. yeah because yeah. They're, one, they're 140 for 10 wounds and they move 12. Um, they've got loads of attacks. They benefit really nicely from the... Like extra attack command from the vampire lord. Um, Do they move twelve or fourteen? Twelve. Uh, I think twelve. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like hex rates are, I think, very, very, very good. Um, yep. Especially if you, I mean, four up ethereal. If you, they're a good candidate for the coven throne. Mortal wins on a six. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Well, on fives. 
well, yeah, mortal wounds on sixes on their attacks, and then you can and, retreat them. Yeah, when you fly, the things. you can yeah. retreat them over the top of stuff so they can't get held up, and then do mortals on fives. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I think they're they're really good. But the other unit I was going to say that was the big topic of discussion when grief came, first came out that we haven't even talked about is my more banshees. Um, Massive. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, 210 points for the, the full unit of 12. The utility they give you in grief is really good now that you can heal them. The massive, them the massive fact is if they eat an endless spell. Yeah. Um, so you can quite easily get them up to the two, three attacks. Yeah. And the great thing is, is actually only having 12 models is weirdly a strength for them because as you said with the 30 grave guard matt in in that game you had like six or seven left which isn't enough to do enough killing power but you wanted yep. the whole you wanted the whole unit dead so you could bring it all back which isn't enough whereas with myamorns only having 12 wounds they either heal pretty much up to full or the whole unit gets killed so you can just bring it back so yeah. i think i think they're a really good kind of scalpel almost unit because you can make them double pile in inside legion of grief like if you get three attacks on them with a double pile in rend two damage d3 each with some command abilities for reroll hits or whatever i think they're amazing um so yeah i've got 24 mimons and so grief would be where i'd want to run them yeah um, yeah because i think they are much stronger in grief than they are in nighthaunt um, yeah for sure what, yeah what do you guys think oh yeah yeah they're fantastic i've always liked them i i bet the same same thing they just they either died too quick or um just I think... well, weren't in range for the unbind and then they just were a bit lackluster with the with the only one attack each um but once you start getting the buffs on them they they're, they're one of the best units in the game. Like uh, a, a two a neg two rand and d three damage attack is bloody brutal. When and they they hit quite once they've hit they're wounded on threes or whatever it is. So you get that rerolls to hit on them. They're um pretty bloody good. They're I think they're still pretty strong for the fact that um, most people are taking endless spells in their lists. I'm starting to quite seriously think endless spells are a waste of points, but that's a different discussion. Um, but if like if you're playing um, Slanesh, they've got the mirror. Like a mirror is a pretty solid pick for Slanesh, yeah. and they've got the uh, I don't know what they're called, but they're like razors. Um, yeah, that yeah. The soul slice shard. Yeah, yeah, like something that you know what I'm talking about. Like yep. they, they automatically like if they get to unbind that, they or eat it, dispel it. Uh, they're getting a plus one attack, and then if you're running a vampire lord on foot, they get plus one attack. Or if you're running a knight of shrouds, is that like plus one to hit, which sort of equals to it depends. a. You can get plus one attack if it's the ridden one or plus one yeah, hit sorry. it's the foot one. I'm talking about the dude on foot because he's 100 yep. points. So a plus one to hit is sort of similar or sort of mass-wise. It works out like an extra attack. So you put that onto them after they've 
eaten or dispelled a endless spell and their output's insane like they're getting four attacks each in a, a night horn list maybe not legions of grief where chris was headed but it's sort of something else you can look at if you're running night haunt and then if they get their 10 inch charge they're attacking straight away like they've got they've got legs the other the other good thing with them is um i don't think they do i think they fly <laughs> sorry <clears throat> one of the things uh, I, I've, looked, I've looked into with them um is take a really cheap endless spell like a 10 20 point spell and cast next no, turn. Like Maelstrom. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. and then just and then in your next turn you can yeah. unbind yeah. it with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But well, you want you, know, you want one with a really low cast value. Malevolent Maelstrom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like Maelstrom. perfect. And it's not gonna not gonna hurt you in return really. Um, just yeah, just something along those lines. A, a 20, 30 point endless spell like a. Yeah. a I, I used to think maybe shackles would be a good one, like just to cut, because chances are they weren't going to damage you, and and if your dudes are out of the way of everything else, they can just unbind them easy. Twenty points. Um, who cares? Oh, like, check a palisade. <laughs> Get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, anything. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's Malevolent. the other option too. Eleven Maelstrom for ten points. You get yourself an extra attack. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like. How can you go wrong? But then you're wasting a cast, attempt, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but, you, you, but you've also got to wait a turn as well. Yeah, like, that's yeah. right. And, but you, you normally are with them anyway. Be like, that you, they're not an alpha strike unit because you're no, not, you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. So it's normally that second turn anyway that they're going to be eating that spell. So whether it's your opponent's spell or your own, um, it's normally that second turn. So, and then don't forget if they unbind, they get an extra attack as well. So, um, you know, they quite easily get to three attacks, but uh, it just yeah. depends how you, how you want to run them and if you can protect them well enough for that turn two, turn three. Yeah, that's yeah. probably where the that's where the palisade comes in. You can just put the palisade in front of them; they can't be targeted yeah. unless something's got don't need line of sight. But yeah. then good and luck to can, the... the three attacks is essentially six attacks when you've got a double pile in on them as yeah. well. Like there's not a lot that they won't go through if you've got some oh, rerolls yeah. some rerolls mm -hmm. to hit on them, I think. Well you can you can reroll ones for a command ability. I mean I mean we're diving into where you want to spend your CP, but the simple fact that we've got six new command abilities in the generals, I think that's massively overlooked yeah like uh, reroll to hit in combat shooting uh saves and then the normal three like night haunt benefits massive from that because your heroes are always within range of their units that's the way the army is built yeah. and then if you, you don't get a mystic shield or you don't have a wizard you just go oh my hero goes bang reroll once to say oh, just take just take a spirit torment oh you can do both <laughs> yeah um the other thing is too that we sort of missed that i just thought of is the the better thing about grief that i reckon is shits all over night haunt is the deathless minions being within six inches and not holy instead of holy yeah 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 definitely it's so much it makes it so much better it, it just it plays different i don't think it shits all over I don't uh, 
I just hate Holy Within's. Like, it's just, it's so hard to, and that's what sucks with Nighthaunt. It just, I, I yeah. found Nighthaunt just felt like you had to move around a big block of models for the whole game, if you know what I mean. Like, if you wanted nah. all your buffs and, you, you, you know, you, you had your Guardian of Souls, you had your Spirit Torment, um, they're all Holy Within 12. Um, and then your Deathless Minions, you had to be, you had to have that whole unit within 12 of one hero, not, you couldn't split it between two or. I think. You're probably half right, but if you watch something like Ash, who was running MSU, who was happy to just aim for the 10s, if you didn't get the 10s, then they're always within 12 to get that 6 up. Like, I understand what you're saying, but it's not the end-all, be-all sort of scenario. Like, you can aim just for 10s, they automatically attack, and then... You, you select them straight away. If you happen to kill the unit that you're fighting, then it's all right for them to be outside of the holy within. I don't. I sort of think the holy within is sort of negated by the fact that they get to strike first with their ten inch charge. Yeah, yeah fair comments. Like it's it really like a lot of these discussions are just just listening and thinking. Like a lot of it just comes down to individual preference and style of play. Like Massive. The, there's yeah. just like so many ways you can skin a cat in this with this. Um, so it's just sort of yeah, like we can we can go around and around about all this sort yeah, of yeah. thing and. Oh, and that's why we've all got different lists too. Like, yeah, we all play completely different. Like, it's, it's it's refreshing to hear like the different approaches and stuff, and yeah, it's good. So speaking of other point um, reductions or changes, like Ark and the Black's gone up twenty points, three forty. Oh, um, he needed to go up, yeah. He was yeah. He, he's still he's still not he's still Actually, not um, expensive. I just think the others needed to come way down. The others yeah, still need to come down more. Like, <laughs> can we can we stop for a sec? Why did he need to go up? Why? 320 <laughs> points is well, considering Manfred no, no. is four, 420. No, 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 no. You yeah. cannot compare to other Mortarks. Just tell me why he had to need to go up without comparing to the other Mortarks. Curse of Years. Curse of Years. Curse of Years isn't broken. Plus I, know, I, know it's, I know it's not broken, but it's still maybe that was that, their reasoning. They rewrote the rules where you get a mortal wound save before you roll extra dice. So there is no need for him to go up. Yeah. I don't know. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. He knows all spells. He's got plus two to cast. Um, he only knows spells of friendly wizards within 18. He does not know all. That's pretty much all in my, pretty good. In my armies. <laughs> <laughs> it's all death as well. It's like it's your opponent's death army. No, 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 no. It's friendly. It's just friendly. It's, it's friendly. only friendly. Nagash knows all. The gas yeah, knows all. Yeah, he knows all. Of course he does. Yeah. Oh, for three hundred and twenty points, he was a steal. Like everyone was taking him. He was in oh. all the night. He was in all the night. Every night haunt list you were seeing out there, like most of them, I had him in it. Like he's 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 a four up with eleven wounds. He's I not know. a steal. I, I, <laughs> I'm not saying he's a steal, but he was definitely. I think he was. He, I think where he is now is pretty good. Like. So when you say he's not a steal, like you wouldn't take him home to to visit your mum? Oh, I'd take Neferata. <laughs> <laughs> She'd eat your whole family. 
She's a serial. Manfred and Neffy definitely had to come down. And look, I, I, as I said earlier, I still think Manfred's a bit of a support hero. Like he's still great in combat, everything else, but he's still he's still up there in points for a support hero. But um, he is a good, good, a good option now at three hundred eighty points. Like yeah. he's sixty points cheaper than a vampire lord on zombie dragon. So you know. Mm. You so what do you guys? What do you guys think of the Nagash Arkin combo? I think it's fantastic. It's too many points. I think it's too much. Still too much? Too much yeah, spell? Way too much. Okay, we'll be there. Good idea. You're only <laughs> you've got to take another character for points. Yeah. Sorry, what, what was that, Chris? Sorry? You've got to take another character to use your item because neither of them can take an item. Hmm. Um, let's. Sorry. And you, let's... Just, you just don't have bodies. Oh, let's skip the fact that you don't get an item. The fact is, you don't get a necro for a double pile in. Well, you can. <laughs> you just then you're left with no points. Yo, come on. Let's be fair. Like, um, you're the only the only benefits you are getting is the fact that you're ignoring battle shock. Like, it's it's not happening. Like, you're getting you're getting four spells, and the fact that something. Like if you want to get a um, a mirrors to get in, that's another seventy points on top of that. Um, and if you're playing something like Skaven, yeah, you're just not getting to them. Like yeah. they've just got too much range. And, and then if you want not... any other endless spell, like which yeah. you normally do want with Nagash. And if, you, as you say, you're not, you don't have those extra heroes for more spells because that's that's the whole thing with Nagash. You want well, to have a vampire. Yeah. You want to have a, yeah. You want the extra spells for him, don't you? So I don't. I don't mean to be say mirrors. I meant portals. Like it's we, just, it's not happening. Yeah. We know what you meant. But like, um, so okay, what, tell me what you think about this. So Nagash, Arkan, Necro, six more ghasts, <laughs> five direwolves. <laughs> 20 Graveguard, 10 Chamber. How, how, how many points is Are there? we playing two and a half? It's two and a half. This is 25. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you didn't say that. Spell, <laughs> port, spell, portal, spell portal and Quicksilver Swords. There's, there's 2,500 points in the nose there. I thought you were talking about 2,000. Have you got a CP? <laughs> yeah, that's with a CP. All right. What do you reckon about that one, eh? <laughs> well, which Morga, which uh, Mortark do you reckon is a better combo with... Um, with Nagash. Nephi? None Nephi. of them. Too expensive. Yeah. Uh, no, definitely. Yeah, Nephi. I probably wouldn't take any of them, but it would be Neferata just to make it. It'd be Neferata to make yeah, correct. Ethereal with a one up reroll. Like it's it's a hands down. See the reason why I'm so pushing for like Nagash for Cine GT is because you can choose either to use the spell laws from your allegiance or yeah. spell law from the realm your army is from. And there's some pretty tasty death spells from Shaiish that would be really nice. For oh, so you can make yourself ethereal you make, straight yeah, away. Yeah, you can make him ethereal, so you wouldn't yeah. take a Mortark with him anyway. Yeah. Although the only thing is, Nagash would only know one spell if you don't take Legions. If you don't take the Legion spells. And yeah, you only Legion, get that one extra. The Legion spells are so good, and they double go off on nines. Like, I'm with Chris. I don't know if I'd give them up for a realm spell, personally. But can he? Does yeah. that mean you can make Arkin take a, a realm spell, and then he yeah, can take? Yeah, for your whole army. Oh, it's a whole army. 
Yeah, so, so you, 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 you all get ranged. You get you get three of the the realm spells if you decide to go down that route instead of the. You, you, you're dropping you're dropping two Morgas and taking Neferata. And Arkin. No, no, you're dropping <laughs> Arkin. Chuck Manfred in too. Take all of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. No, Someone you're taking you're taking Neffy. <laughs> <laughs> too good. She's too good. <laughs> but you pretty much can take all three for not that much more than just Nagash. Don't be insane, Chris. But yeah. <laughs> Don't do it, I'm just saying. <laughs> do it. Don't do it. Do it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean Nagash potentially <laughs> Nagash potentially in Shaiish so that you get the ethereal. Is it a spell to make you ethereal? Yeah, it's yeah, a spell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe because you don't need to take any of the others and then you just take a bunch of necromancers because Nagash would still know all their spells. Yeah. So you could you could do it that way, but maybe. Well you could no. You could <laughs> we're going off we're going off into uh yeah to the mystical realms here. Too much we? list building. Yeah. If you're taking a Mortark, take Nephi and then just take the death book spells, mate. Like it's they're too good to give up. As if you want to take Nagash and a Mortark. Yeah. Yeah. So you like general philosophy one picking up is like if you want to take Nagash, don't bother taking another big monster beat stick. Take you can't. Light. You just can't. Yeah, just don't don't, you don't have the points. points. For it. In twenty five hundred. In twenty five hundred I'm, I'm twenty five hundred different a different beast. Twenty five hundred's different, but let's yeah be a little yeah, bit. Talking, I'm talking twenty five hundred here. <laughs> well, you can't say that. The big boys, come on. The thing is, though, James, you got to understand that everyone else is playing twenty five hundred as well. Like, it, yeah, it's yeah. not just you're not just making your list a little bit better by having an extra five hundred yeah. points. Everyone James else is like, I'm bringing twenty five hundred. You will get two thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah. It, don't worry, I, I've been doing the same. I'm like building this these lists. I'm like, holy shit, this is a really good list. At <laughs> like, and then you're like, yeah, hang on a sec, well, yeah, everyone else is doing the same it's yeah, exactly. against KO, and they've got two units of forty archonauts, and they just blast you off the table <laughs> in one <laughs> You just cry. You just break but down. <laughs> there's there's one scenario you need to be aware of is when you build twenty five hundred, even though Anthony in his um, tournament pack has made aware what rounds equal to you need to make sure that you you can play your army to that time limit i yeah. think chris chris can justify when we went to rcgt last year like yeah. the fact that time was a factor at 2500 you need to be aware that you need to be able to move models you need to know what your army does etc etc when playing 2500 yeah, yeah. So I mean, lower yeah, model even, count even, better. <laughs> even with three hour fifteen rounds, you'll I think you'll you'll struggle if you don't know it well. Base chlorine. Um, and that's yeah, even that's, that's even um, got so much going on with the summoning and yeah. yeah. Without disrespect to Chris, that's even fucking well well rehearsed players. Like it's just five hundred points, you don't realise how much that adds to a game. Oh yeah, it's an extra twenty five percent between the two of you, right? Like, yeah, it, it goes from four thousand on the table to five thousand, and then you factor in so many armies summon or bring back. It's it, and you got endless spells, and yeah, it's a lot. So taking the gash isn't necessarily a bad thing, um, but yeah, take another more talk with him is. 
Cool. Well, um, man, guys, we could talk about this for another six hours, I reckon. <laughs> so before we before we wrap it up, um, I just want to talk about uh, the new Death Faction um, sort of teasers we've been seeing lately with the uh, the, the tithe of bones or the what is it the, the tithe something about the tithe the tithe bones act of bones yeah, yeah. yes oh man when I or saw is that it, um... is it a new Death Faction do we even know yes that? or, or yes. is it just one one character. No, it... No, there were skeletons or something with spears in the background. Yeah. There was a dude, like, there was that... Uh, it's got to be. It is. Yeah, there's, like, he's holding that scarf. <laughs> it's, got the, it's got the heads hanging off it, and he looks like he's skeletal. It's, um, yeah, it's definitely um, something I got very excited about when I when I, when I saw I it think, the other day. And I think it's something new. Like, like, yeah. like Lady Hollander coming out with Nighthorn, everyone was like, oh, it's going to be this person, going to be that person. And yeah. it was just someone completely new. And I, I, I think yeah. it... Yeah, I think it's going to be the same. Like people are saying, "Oh, it's it's this and that." And, <laughs> it's yeah, like, curled. <laughs> and everyone's like, they're saying Tomb Kings are back and all this crap. But I think it's something completely new. And yeah. and it, yeah, I'm excited. I'll, yeah. I'll definitely be uh, I'll definitely be buying the book. I don't even care what it is. But another Death Faction, I'll be buying the book for sure. Yeah, oh, I can't wait, man. Like, I, I keep thinking I'm going to jump ship and, like, try and start a new army next year, but if they release another death book at the end of this year, I've got no chance, man. Like, uh, I, I've got all these, these, you know, grand ambitions about um, – actually, I was thinking – I've always been thinking about starting a KO army or this, that, or the other. Um, like, I bought the KO book ages ago when it first came out and I was going to make a, a move, but I just – death just keep – kept on sucking me in i've just haven't haven't gone anywhere i did so much more i still want to do so yeah. and even with feck coming out like i was like cool i'm going to rebase all my uh my bretonians and field a feck army but <laughs> that's still i still haven't done that yet so like uh, i don't think i'm going to be going anywhere soon maybe maybe a small ko force at some point i don't know but um yeah well, but i think i've only i've I've played one game of Feck, I think. Like, it's just the Legions and the Gash book just has so much to it. Like, and there's yeah. so many yeah. different ways of playing it. It's just like yeah. as soon as you put it down, you, you, you're like the next day, you're just you're like, bang, oh, this new idea. And you're like, oh, I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to play that. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just it does. It keeps you coming back. Death, death just. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I, I want to get away. I, I don't want to get away from it, but I've got, like, as I said earlier, I've got Nurgle and I've got. Um, ogres and uh, yeah, I've got all these other armies yeah. that are just sitting there that I want to play as well, but death just keeps calling me back. It's yeah, just, yeah. Uh, I think it's yeah. it's really well done because it's 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 probably the only one where it's it feels like a grand alliance army almost, where yeah, right. like because so many of the units can go into so many of the others. Like even if you play Nighthorn, loads of those Nighthorn units can then go into Legions. Now that Legion of Grief's come along as well, it only expanded that. And then all of those feel like they're their own books, like Legion of Sacrament, Legion of Night, Legion. They can all play actually quite differently. Like they can play the same, but they also all can be played quite differently as well. So mm. yeah, there's just there is a lot to it to keep you writing different lists and and playing it differently. And it's a big range. You just can't yeah. fit everything in into one list. So you inevitably go, oh, this is gonna, this list is going to be like Morgast heavy, or this one's going to be Graveguard heavy, <laughs> or this one's going to be Black Knights and yeah, and, yeah. I, and I find uh, I find you end up building a list around a model you've just painted too. Like you'll just <laughs> you'll, you'll you'll paint a new death model, and you're like, ah, oh, 
yeah, I'm gonna build a whole list around this this one model. Like, yeah. like say, like when I bought, uh, painted my black coach with Nighthaunt, every list I'm writing, it's got it in it because I love the the look of the model and everything. But yeah. game wise, it just seems shit. Like it just seems to fail <laughs> on me every game. Like it's always dead turn two. Like it's just yeah, one it's of those the, models. Yeah. It's the newly painted model syndrome. As soon as you get that uh, new model, you just love yeah. so much. You put it on the table and it just gets. You need to. <laughs> you need. You need to speak your Twitter handle or something, Matt, because your your black coach is sensational, in my opinion. Yeah. And so does Chris. He needs to speak his Twitter handle with his Skittle. Um, Skittle skinks. Skittle skinks. I haven't seen the skinks yet. Oh, you yeah, need to look it up. But when we're when we're talking about night um, legions and the gash lists and where we're headed with whatever's coming out, um, my opinion is what's coming out is something very similar to Pirates of the Caribbean, like it's very Jamaican. And yeah, his voice sounds kind of yeah, the Jamaican kind of twin tang, twang to it, doesn't it? Yeah, his voice is kind of groovy, definitely, like definitely West Indian, like, like it's Professor Groove or something. He's going to come yeah. out. With- band of skeletons yeah um it, it it makes me wonder if we're going to get shooting or boats like a, a ko death list sort of thing like i don't mean to disrespect ko or anything like that that's just the vibe you get like jamaican pirates boats shooting like okay. I, maybe that's just me wishful thinking but it'd be cool if it was yeah. <laughs> well, there's the what? There's the Total War, Warhammer uh, expansion. Pirate where Coast, the, like mm. yeah, undead pirate kind of vampire reaver style mm. army. Maybe I, it's the Wraith Fleet. Maybe they're bringing out the Wraith Fleet. Yeah. That's that's sort of where we're going. Like you got the mm. soul, the soul boat or whatever it is as an endless spell. I don't know. Dave Kerr is a massive fan of that with his list at the moment. With um, uh, Lalcon, the Soul Seeker. Yeah, so there you go. There's like a a, a boat made from skeletons. Um, Bit of a like, theme, like, herald, heralding yeah. a new theme, new aesthetic, perhaps. Um, I, I can be totally wrong, but that, it's just the feel that you get from mm. releases, the voiceover, whatever yeah. else. Like um, a few other people have said it to me as well, and I just have to agree with them. Like it, it just seems. That's where they're headed. Oh, be so good. I can't wait. I, I don't know if it's going to involve shooting, but that's my wishful thinking. Like, just give some death some shooting, please. Yeah. Hmm. It'd be interesting. I think initially people are going to be like, oh, what? Because I think that model is going to be one. I think it's going to be a new, like, Loon Curse style box where it's half ogres and half skeletons but it'll be existing like death rattle stuff and you'll get the new ogre tyrant and you'll get this new death character uh, okay yeah, and that'll yeah, be it yeah, there'll, yeah, be, yeah. there'll be existing kits but it will then a few months later you'll get oh here's this new battle but dome, there was that guy will yeah. go into it or something like they do with effect and stuff but yeah i have mm. a feeling it might I, I, my feeling was that it's going to be like a death rattle book but there was you know what Matt's saying is there was a new, there was always a promise that there was going to be for every grand Alliance, there was going to be a new book release before the end of the year. Death hasn't had one yet. There's free cities and there's the destruction book that's coming out. So yeah. there's still chaos and death to come. So there's obviously a new death book coming. 
I don't know if it's going to be a overall look or a, just a simple new faction. Uh, everyone thinks it's going to be vampires, but I think it's going to be something totally different. Yeah, That's something just, new we haven't seen yet. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just shoehorn into um, the whole Necroquake, Nagash, the Storm Vaults. I don't think it. I don't think it'll even shoehorn in. I think it's just going to be a standalone. That's my yeah. opinion, though. Yeah, I think it, when the whole thing comes out, I do. Yeah, I agree. I think it'll be a new thing, and that guy, that character that we're seeing, will be part of it. But I, I think he'll come out first in a joint box with ogres yeah, and, ex and existing death kits first and then a few months later i reckon the box will drop yeah i'll be, cool. I'll be buying the box army, set the new army will drop, but... yeah i'm definitely buying that box set i love ogres and i love death <laughs> that tyrant's pretty sick as well so yeah, yeah. well the new tyrant's mad <laughs> yeah that, that was my first army so i've got to get I'm looking forward to the new book for them. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there, guys. It's starting to get a little bit late on the, late I, the time of recording. So can go I ahead, Mike. Before we go. Yes. If you had to rate all the death factions that we've got, can you rate them like first to last? Who's this to me? Oh, everyone. The oh, first. Okay. okay. Yeah. Go. Yeah. I'll go first. So you mean in like tier, like kind of like yeah, top, like if, yeah. yeah. I'd say Fex top the number one for yep. killiness, um, and then it's obviously Legions and Agash, and then uh, Night Haunts pretty much at the bottom. Yeah, yeah is it just that. out of those three? Oh, you could, could even like could. like you could dice up Legions and Agash like blood. No, I... uh, look, I, to be honest, I can't even pick, like, as I said, I, I'm my head at the moment, I'm trying to pick which legion to take, like, mm. my list. Mm. Yeah, I've, got, I've pretty much got a list written, and each legion has its bonuses and its benefits, and I'm just like, I don't know where I want to go at the moment. Yeah. So, so Nighthorn yeah, would be the last place you looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nighthorn yeah, at the fair bottom. Enough. And out of the legions, out of the legions, um, yeah, I agree with, with Matt, like, yeah, fake at the top. Um, then... With legions, I, I look at legion and knight last. Yeah, um, and it just depends where I'm at at the at the time. Like at the moment, I'm into into legion of grief, but um, yeah, I look at host for different reasons. I look at um, sacrament if I want to run arcan and have have fun with that. Um, if I want to go nasty with uh, legion of blood, I will as well. Like I, just, yeah. I haven't played legion of blood for ages though, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. It kind of it mixes around, but legions. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah, knight at the bottom, and the others kind of mix and match in between yeah. at the top. But I don't know. That's just I kind of think I think a little bit differently about it. I think yeah, um, to what most well a lot of people would think. Chris, yeah. Um. Oh, do I think Feck is still at the top? I'm not sure. Please um, scream. I feel like Feck got. Mm, I think they got hit a little hard with the points and the fact they can only buy one CP outside. I think the normal builds got hit a bit hard. Um, Grand Host, I think, is still the strongest, personally. Um, and then, I agree, probably Sac Sacrament, Knight, and Blood are all probably about equal, but I probably look at Sacrament the least. Um, yep. And yeah, Nighthaunt probably is last, even though it did get... It did go, 
did get massive point reductions um, yeah. across. Most of my lists dropped about 150, 200 points for Nighthaunt. So there could be something there. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, Nighthaunt will probably... I, I think Nighthaunt in general are still going to lack behind Legions if can Legions I, is played properly. Can I take two minutes to explain my reasons? Yeah. Or do we need to wrap up? <laughs> I'll, I'll let you take... You can take three if you want. All right. I think Nighthaunt are at the top. Oh, because yeah, it is controversial. But I think the fact that they can ten inch charge and strike first really negates Slanesh. Right? We we can all discuss that Slanesh Skaven are at the top, as in super tier, broken, whatever way you want to discuss it. I I think Nighthaunt with their ten inch charge really negates them because they can't stop you from attacking. Um, I think Grand Host is next, and then Feck. Like, Feck have to charge, and then Slash can stop them, and Skaven can just shoot them off the board. And then you can put the other three after that. That's just me. And I can be proven wrong, and everyone can blow up on the interwebs. <laughs> Whatever else. I just think Nighthaunt, with their teleport, and the fact that they can strike if they roll a 10, you can bank CP for two turns and then decide to charge and then re-roll and charge. Really, really helps them beat. The only problem that lets um, them down, like especially against Skaven and that, is spells. Um, and they suffer, yep. to, they suffer to mortal wounds heavily. Yep. Being Correct. like, Especially their heroes being such low, model, like, low wound yep. count. Yep. They can, um, oh, yeah, but yeah, I could see what you're that. Saying. That discussion was directly at Slanesh. Skaven, yeah. you can't, you can't beat. They're they're more broken than Slanesh, but that's for a different discussion. They're yeah. too cheap. They're too cheap, and they can do whatever they want. They got everything. They're better than Stormcast when they got everything. But like yeah. I said, that's a different discussion. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree with your in terms of that matchup, like. The Nighthorn going into Slanesh is good. My only issue is I think Nighthorn are weaker in all the other matchups versus the other lists. Yeah, it's probably a fair comment. I don't know if they'll get there. If yep. you if you imagine that what that the Slanesh is at the top, I don't know if the Nighthorn will get to the top. Yep, and that's where I think where matchups. Probably Arky, and you're 100% right. And that's where a grudge goes, oh, look, I'm just going to hunt someone with Slanesh <laughs> when you go to a two-day event. Also, like, don't forget Nagash. You just shove his little skeleton hand through a portal and just take off those keepers. No depravity. Goodbye. That's that's 920 <laughs> points. <laughs> like, it's Still massive. But like we said, we're, we're wrapping up. So yeah, I just wanted to know where we stand on what's the best death faction. And I'm glad we're all different. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all progresses over the coming six months to a, to a year. Be interesting to see how it all pans out. Are we all going to CanCon? Yeah, yeah if I get a ticket. <laughs> if I get a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've already booked my accommodation. I don't have a ticket. I have a accommodation. <laughs> I mean, I'm no. on standby. Like, I've pretty much got the page open ready. So just, I'm just refreshing it constantly every day. With the it's way it sold out last time, it's like, shit, <laughs> make sure I get in. Like, I, I, 
I did buy a pretty big last time. I think I was about the 50th or something. But yeah. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, definitely going to buy it as soon as it comes out. It'd be a little bit funny if James didn't get a ticket and he lives in Canberra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll get it. Don't worry. <laughs> if not, we'll just like, we'll form a, we'll form a posse out the front and just barge our way in and just start playing games and just cause chaos. Um, I'll paint a 40K <laughs> yeah. army for you, mate. You can go play with them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like, yeah, what's up? Here with him, here, here with my Slanesh demons. What do we do? <laughs> All right, should we uh, should we wrap up? Um, Go for Matt, it, Matt. Matt, where can people find you if they want to get in touch with you? Uh, find me on Facebook under uh, Matthew Tyrrell, um, on Twitter Matthew the Mayor Tyrrell, and yeah, I'm also on what was it Instagram or whatever it is. I don't even know what my handle is there, to be honest. <laughs> um, I don't use it that often. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. Hang on. <laughs> but, I'm not on Instagram, so I can't help you. Um, I've been using it a bit lately because I can do some filters and stuff with my with my photos. You need filters for your painting? Jesus. Nah. No, it's more. That. Yeah, it's hard getting the right <laughs> light. I've always found prisma. If I've always found when I look at a model. And I take a photo of it. The photo never looks like the model. Like it, I can never get the exact same color that I'm seeing through my eyes. That's as the I, I use. Yeah, I don't know. Just for some reason. <laughs> Did you find it yet? James? No, I, t- I tried searching under your name because I know I follow you, but like, I, yeah, I'm following you too. It's not, it's not under your name, so. While yeah. looking for that, um, yeah. Michael, where can people get in touch with you? Um, I'm part of the Savage Northman uh, gaming group on Facebook. Um, you can find me under Michael Thompson on Facebook as well. That's Thompson without a P. And you can find me under Green Raiders with a Z at the end, not an S21 at Twitter. And, yeah, feel free to send us a message with any of my um, – Controversial topics. <laughs> I think it's just Matthew Tyrrell, one word. Yeah, yeah. I just I found it. It was Matthew because I was looking under Matt Tyrrell, but yeah, it's actually oh, Matthew. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm still I'm still requested, but uh, you haven't accepted me yet. So, you know. What? I'm fo- <laughs> I'm following you. <laughs> cool. Well, um, yeah. Thanks for coming on the show, guys. Really appreciate your time. Um. Interesting, fun discussion. Always good to see the banter bet- back and forth between between you guys. <laughs> the long <laughs> standing uh, rivalries uh, coming out in in the podcast live on air. Laid bare <laughs> for us all to see. <laughs> but the most the most most respect. Like I yeah. love Matt. Yeah, I, I love you guys. I love you guys yeah. too. <laughs> oh, oh, you guys are great as well. You've you've accommodated us to Ariel Deathly. Thoughts, so thank you very much. We should, uh, we'll reconvene the, the council at a, a later date and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll uh, discuss oh, more death when the new, when the new, bo- when the new book drops. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And and make Chris play more death games so he can come <laughs> back. <laughs> He's been yeah, there, done that. He's been there, done that. He's moved on. <laughs> like skittle skeletons. <laughs> uh, contrast skeletons is a thing though so uh, <laughs> now that contrast exists i do think i'll get through some of my armies a bit more so yeah it makes two of us mate 
<laughs> but yeah, if anyone wants to check out my skill skinks um, on Twitter, you can find me at Wounded Mortally. And you can find me on the Twitter's Instagram as at Duke Kadrick, K-H-A-D-R-I-C. Um, it's my weird name online. Um, and you just find me on Facebook as myself, James Mabry. So hit us up anytime. Want to chat? Go for it. Ser- seriously, have a look at Chris. Have a, seriously, have a look at Chris's skinks. It's worth looking at what you can do with those contrast paints. They're insane. Is it wounded mortally one word? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, keep an eye one out. Keep an eye no? in the future. Keep an eye in the future for uh, some battle little battle coming through. Yeah. So jumping on the bat rep bandwagon. <laughs> I've, been, I've been trying to do a couple lately. Um, oh, it's all. We're, it's all it's so hard. It. So can hard. we can we support fellow Australians with the uh, fail charge? They're doing oh, yeah, their own yeah, bite reps. Yeah. It's worth yeah. looking at. Hayden Walker on um, you see, if you want to see Dennis's army over and over and over. Yeah, oh, they're, they're, they're getting there, Chris. Come on. I know. I'm joking. Uh, he's been he's been pushed off his um and he's uh, beaten by Manfred. they beat beaten by Manfred. Yeah, Cliff did it. The measured yeah. gaming crew—they're all getting amongst it. It's not just Joel; everybody else down there is getting amongst their uh, content creation with bat reps. So you'll see handfuls of different armies. It's worth looking at. Don't forget uh, Doom and Darkness. Of course, he's been doing it for ages. Yep. So make sure you get over there and check his his stuff out. And the Creaky Gamers with um, Keith Williamson and crew. So yeah, plenty of content out there. Get get amongst it. Support support your people. Go the Aussies. Cool. Right. Cool. Well, thanks, guys, and until next time. Goodbye. Thank you. See ya. Bye. These headphones, I can't hear you properly. Here we go. Can start you new, start oh. a new stream. Just start no, 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 no,
get back in? Jump back mm -hmm. in? No, I need to get a red wine. Hold on. <laughs> I'm joking. Are you, are you, are you serious? <laughs> you just cracked another tinny. Oh, please. <laughs> you did it really oh, close oh. to it. Oh, shit.